it's oh, you're a, here. Yeah. Oh, isn't that how Mister Rogers always started? No, no. What, what TV Mister Rogers acknowledged? Oh, hello. Yeah, Bear in the Big like a, Blue House. Was there was a TV show that was just like, oh, hello. Yeah, it was Bear in the Big Blue House or Out Bear. of the Box, or I'm trying to think of. I don't know either one of those TV that. shows. Out of the Box or you've never seen Out of the Box? I know Big Dude, Comfy much, Couch. I really wanted Did you ever to watch see. Big Comfy no, Couch? I never watched Big. I really wanted to see you and McGregor come out of D23 and just go, hello there. What? Who? You that wasn't the right you inflection. You have to say, hello, hello there. there. Yeah, there yeah. you go. There you go. Yeah, I know. Hello Who are you talking there about? You and McGregor. Oh. oh. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor. Oh. Hello Ewan. there. Welcome to the hello Thoughts there. from the Basement podcast. My name's Stephen Gaston. That's no. Isn't that what you I just ruined it. Yeah, you, you just, just ruined the just banter. Ruined I was you trying just, to do like, I was like, ruin the banter. And I looked. What's up, everybody? It's the Thoughts from the Basement podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Cunningham, and to my right to me is Stephen Gaskin. Oh, oh, I thought I was introducing myself. Hi, I'm Stephen Gaskin. And to my right is Alex Mark. Yeah, that's me. And now you can introduce yourself like I did. There we go. All right. What are we we talking about, Chris? Uh, What are we thinking about, Chris? Today we're thinking about Stephen D23. (laughs) Okay. D23. D23, Disney's biannual expo. Oh, I thought that's how I spent my summer. (laughs) 23 Ds. What? Whoa. Wow, we're going hard at the beginning. Um, As in, I got bad grades in school. Get your minds out of the gutter. My bad, my bad. Oh, yeah? You were (laughs) taking 23 classes? No. But then how could you get 23? He got double Ds for some of his classes. Double Ds. What? Oh, it's happening. Double Ds for some of the classes. We're bantering. We're witty. We're coming at... We're we're at... at, Full volume. Oh, full Chris, full you might volume. just want to go right into the news. What are we thinking about, boss? I think we're devolving quickly. Like I said, we're thinking about D23. Um, All right. What happened at D23? A lot of news happened at D23. So we got much. some Star Wars news. We got some Marvel news. We got some overall... Disney news, and we're going to break it all down for you this evening. Sweet. Um, so much Star Wars news. So much Star Wars news. Do we want to talk about The Mandalorian first, or do we want to talk Dude, about The Rise Mandalorian of Skywalker? Mandalorian looks sick. Mandalorian oh, hey, That's probably another sick. one I should have watched before this podcast. Oh, uh, The Mandalorian yes. trailer. Yeah. I actually only watched like the first 30 seconds of it. I didn't I've heard it. any more it of it. Cool. Yeah, I've definitely heard about it, so I know sort of what it's about. Yeah, but I know it's got this scene where there are just stormtrooper helmets on spikes, and you're just like, I already love this. <laughs> oh yeah, no, for sure. Just, I can't tell. I'm really, I'm really excited. No, I'm serious. Is, is that it, really it, okay? That's awesome. a real. It's a real thing. That sounds awesome. That's a real <laughs> shot. It's a real thing. It's a real shot. It's this this dusty shot of of old ass stormtrooper helmets. Yeah, on like spikes, like impaled on spikes. So tell me just this: like this this dude, whoever did that, has has done has seen some things. Yeah, some stuff. Well, tell me this because I don't. I well. For anybody listening to this, I don't watch trailers. I, yeah, that's gonna change. That, yeah, yeah, no, that's gonna. They're have like to change. forcing me to watch trailers now. But well, obviously, not the Mandalorian. Steven. I want to do a movie podcast and not watch any trailers. I didn't. <laughs> Let's talk about movie news without knowing what the fuck is we'll going just, on. We'll spend an episode, <laughs> and I'll explain my positions on why I don't watch trailers and why nobody should watch trailers because the movie's better. Trailers, trailers, trailers are very spoiler-filled, but, I mean, you know, that's just, right. the, that's just the nature of the if people didn't days. watch trailers, then no one would listen to this podcast. Exactly. I don't, I'm pretty sure this podcast... And we already have one listener. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> if, 
If there weren't trailers, wait. we wouldn't have anything to talk about. Oh, wait, That's no. That's explain, true. no, confirm this for me. So I heard confirm. somebody talking about on a podcast that somebody described the Mandalorian, the feel of it, like a, like an old Sergio Leone, Leone yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like, like basically like the man with no name mm-hmm. like rolls yes. into town. Is that sort of like... It's supposed to be like showing the real dark and seedy underbelly of it's like, like the well, Star Wars world, yeah, which sick. is going to be awesome. Well, it's like right after the Empire fell, right? So it's kind of yeah, like the Wild so. West of like... There's no, there's a power vacuum, right? Yeah, probably. That I, sounds I believe like it takes place amazing. between. Doesn't it take place between uh, three and four? I mean, Isn't well, that when uh, it would take place? That wait, that makes sense. I thought it was. I, I thought it was after six. I thought it was after the Empire fell. I thought no, the Mandalorian Django, is about it's, Django. It's not. It's, it's, it's not? after Django and Boba. Oh, it's after Django and Boba. Oh, so yeah. this is a new Mandalorian. So Star Wars published this. Um, complete Are you synopsis. saying Django? I thought you were talking about Django. I was like. No, yes. Django Fett. I know, Jamie I was Fox thinking D-J-A-N-G-O. I'm sorry. J-A-N-G-O. Django. Django. So Star Wars's, um official trailer has this description on it. After the stories of Django and Boba Fett, another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe. The Mandalorian is set after the fall of the Empire and before the emergence of the First Order. So we're going in between six and seven, six and seven right? That's we awesome. follow okay. the, tra- uh-huh. the travails. Is that a word? Tra- travails? Uh, Travails? Spell it. I'm looking at my wife. Is travails a word? T-R-A-V-A-I-L-S? Oh, cool. V- wait. Travails? What's it mean, though? What's a travail? That's like a travails. No, it's veil, because English. Work. Oh, okay. Work, work, Why work, is the work, Mandalorian work, work. French? Because does anybody want to own up to being <laughs> from, like, anywhere else today? Mandalore? Is it better to be from France than Mandalore? I don't know. Anyway, so we right we follow the travails of the lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. So he's like lone gunfighter. I don't even think this new uh, assassin or, bon- or sorry bounty hunter rather says anything in this Ooh, trailer. That's oh, gonna be cool. What if he doesn't talk the whole show? That'd yeah, be amazing. That cool. No, what if it's bold. just like Master bold Chief? Move, what if he's kind of sort of like Master Chief? He just never like takes off his helmet type deal thing. He just gives people like head cocks and stuff. Like yeah, he just like. Bar? There's a couple of scenes where people talk to him, but I really don't. I don't recall him ever. That'd be crazy. Or what if like the last anything. episode of the so whole season? Does any of that just, news? He just give... looks at somebody. He's just like, "Fuck you," <laughs> and just like I, I, I doubt they're saying "fuck you" in a Disney well, movie yeah, show. Maybe not, maybe Can we not. talk about Disney? I mean, are, are we? Are you still any more points on the Mandalorian before I have? I have a. I mean, I'm super question. excited. That's all. I'm, I'm super excited for it too. Does it give a list of any of the directors for the shows? I know John Favreau is directing like a bulk of the series. Taika Waititi is directing. An no episode, way. I believe. Yeah, um, there's a gonna there's a couple like really big time directors directing these oh. episodes, and they're gonna be released weekly. Yeah, Disney Plus is doing eh. the weekly thing mm-hmm. instead Which of all. Which I think, yeah, I, I think that's cool. That. Yeah, I yeah, I'm cool. okay with it. No, I, mean, I dig it. I'm not. I, I like I like binge watching things <clears throat> on on Netflix, but yeah. I sometimes I feel like whenever we whenever Netflix releases an entire season of something or Hulu releases an entire season of something, and it is out there for the public that there's almost a time like limit or sorry, a timer. Yeah. No, like, how you I, have to consume it. Like, right. As soon I got to watch it as fast as possible because you know, people at work on Facebook and social media and Twitter and everything, they're going to be talking about this. And so I feel like if it's released every one episode per week, it puts you on the edge of your seat. And you don't it leaves get, you, you in conversation. Sick. You don't get sick of it. I get like I hear but what you're saying, but honestly, we'll like I, the first I've gone back to it is with the DC Universe app, and they've been releasing their shows weekly. Mm-hmm. It's actually caused me to not watch the show until I know it's done. 
so yeah. I can binge watch it. That's just me, though. So that's I found it actually. Well, works then the that's just for me. That's just you. Like, yeah. So then you're going like, to be when, almost when, out. You would be almost out of the conversation. Well, I'm right. normally out of the conversation. Well, Hulu because does I'm that too. Because I think Hulu releases Handmaid's Tale. I think yeah, I think they do that weekly. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying it, it's actually. I think that all I depends like, on the show. But I know within though. days of Stranger Things three coming out, I could get on Facebook or Twitter and see somebody talking about their review of Stranger Things mm-hmm. three. And and I don't watch Stranger Things, but if I did, I that would piss me off. Yeah. No. I mean, yeah. I haven't watched Stranger Things since season two, but I mean, like, I've still managed to avoid spoilers, other than the fact that I know like Steve is working at like a knockoff like Baskin Robbins. Other, nice. than, <laughs> other than that, that's pretty Classics. much all I know. Classic Steve. Same, Classic that's fucking that's Steve. the benefits of being on social media. You don't have any spoilers. Yeah, I know. You're better than us, Steve. Oh, I'm yeah, not saying Steve. I'm better. I'm just saying. Way to take the high road. Hashtag Twitter with Steven. Guys, I don't watch trailers. Different lifestyle. And also I don't watch trailers. I don't interact so with anybody online. I, don't, I said I don't try to be contrary. It just happens. <laughs> I'm pretty much just a hermit. I don't, I don't I try have, to be. No, saying don't, don't I don't joke try with me. to be I've looked contrarian. into hermeticism. Don't I haven't, you, I, haven't showered, Moore, I haven't showered in seven days. So. No, not Listen, that. saying I don't try to be contrarian is the most contrarian thing. Yeah, for in sure. the world because you're going because you're trying you're actively trying to go against contrarians. You're like no, no, all the goth like kids in high school that dress the same and want to be warm. I guess when you say you don't like labels, it kind of is putting a label on you because yeah, then now you're labels the guy you that doesn't jag. like labels. <laughs> so like, yeah, you're forever yeah. known as the guy who hates labels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort so of an like, identity. How do you know what anything in your house is if it doesn't have labels? It's true. You just throw spices all. In that kind of just reminds me of like Adam West Batman, like 1968 Batman, Batman with everything is labeled. I just wanted to. I was just watching that with my kid today. So, so you can't. So, so how do you even make it through that show if everything's labeled? I don't. I don't mind putting labels on everything in the Batcave and everything in Adam West Batman's life. I don't like putting labels on myself as an identity. I have an issue with that, mm. and I, I, I'm swinging hard the other way now, mm. where I don't have any labels on anything. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. What were we talking about after the Mandalorian? Oh, um, What's D20, the next let's keep piece going of with news? D23. I have uh, an overall question about D23, but I'm going to save it for the end. So for after why is it called D23? D23? I got no oh, fucking Disney idea. And, uh, because and how long has it been going for? 23. Because like, this I is literally... Like, I've, I heard about D23 within like the last six months. I never knew. Oh, no. This has been a thing that's been going on for a while. I mean, it's been going on. They, they well, announced that they bought... Star Wars at D23. Right. You it's said Disney D, D's for Disney. 23 is for 1923, whenever Disney was founded. So D You totally made that up. Is that really? That's really. That's it. not when they were founded. That is. That's, that sounds that's about a, right. That's what it says. Mickey Mouse, 1920s. That sounds about right. That's well, yes. First of all, he was yes. Steamboat Willie in the 1920s circuit. You're fucking back straight. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Jeez. <laughs> One of the coolest worlds in uh, Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh yeah, it's Steamboat Willie Black and You and your Steamboat fucking Willy weeb World? shit. Yeah, it's, it's all too? and it's all black and white. And no it's all old way. style. Oh. Yeah, I know. I'm spoiling it Cuphead. You nerd. Spoiling like a 15 year old game for you right now. Well, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you should have told me about it. You and your Kingdom Heart nonsense. Yeah, it's nonsense. You don't like Kingdom Hearts? No, it's, it's the story's it's nonsense. I feel like we need to gameplay. Amazing. Stop, story's stop nonsense. It. Gameplay's good. So D23. What, let, let's talk about that Star Wars trailer then. Yeah, no, the uh, Star Wars trailer is really cool. I liked how it uh, started off with the homage to the original trilogy, and yeah, then you know we quickly we quickly uh, Good glanced shots. through glanced through the uh, prequels. I loved how it was like yeah. almost like a blink and you miss it. <laughs> it really was like the yeah. first minute is like four, five, and six. Yeah, and then it's like, it shows you like the the four parts combined from all the prequels that's like people remember Decent. and like. Yeah, and it's like <laughs> here was Liam Neeson. 
Yeah. And here's that guy that had a double blade lightsaber. Yep. And here's Sam Jackson. Sam and now, now we're Jackson. done. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now look, here's here's uh, Ray and Finn and Poe. Yeah. Right. What do you think? Of the, what do you guys think of the new footage? I'm excited for it. Pretty much game for whatever Star Wars is going to do. I mean, there's no point in fucking complaining about it. Like, they've right. already made it. None of the complaining in the world is going to change it. It's not like J.J. Abrams last minute is going to be like, oh, you know what, guys? gonna push this back six months because i heard your complaints and we're gonna fix them right you know so i mean like if they do some lame-ass shit where it's like the emperor ends up somehow being behind it all along that's gonna be kind of boring i think that's gonna be contrived i agree and um i really hope that's not the case so my theory that i wanted to get to is we saw we saw some fighting we saw Ray and Kylo fighting again. Oh my god, I wonder if Kylo is going to lose to Ray for a third time. Maybe. Tune in this Christmas to find <laughs> out, folks. <Yeah>. But <laughs> seriously. But I mean, it's I think it's boring to show them fighting because I mean, we know how that's going to end for the most part, I believe. She's kicked his ass two times. She's going to kick his ass again. Hey, and Jar Jar Binks is show up. Mind your P's and Q's. I think I think Jar Jar Binks Ren. is going to show. No, up it is Kyle Ren, and I really love Kyle Ren. On, Kyle man. Ren is my favorite part of the no new way. trilogy. No yeah. way! I literally just said that. I thought you I was did. out in, on an he island. Said, uh, he one. said it uh, before. I heard you. I heard See? you while I was in the bathroom. I don't try to be a contrarian, so now I'm not because you agree with me on one thing. Well, yeah, no, Kyle Ren's awesome. He's like, if if he doesn't turn to the light side, I feel like I'm going to be very like. Okay, overall, I'm going to accept whatever they do. I'm just I'm a fanboy for all this stuff, but. I feel like he has to go to the light side. I feel like right. that's going to be the best. If clearly, you know, if character. he goes to the light side, he lives. If he stays on, if he stays on the dark side, he dies. And I really think Kylo has always, no matter what, he's always done what he knows he should should quote unquote do versus what he feels like is best to do. Right. I just love, and I just feel like that's going to be the death of him. That's his. That's his one big character flaw. He's, you know, he's still, like, in his, like, mid-20s, you know. He still has fucking temper tantrums. Yeah. Like, you know, they've shown how he can be impatient, how he can be quick-witted, but also slow at the same time, you know? Yeah. Well, and I just, I love that they're exploring the idea of a dark side character feeling the pull of the light side. This Mm -hmm. has never happened before. It's always been about... The light side character being like, oh, the dark side's so tempting. It was just so nice and refreshing I, I when The Force Awakens Darth happened. Vader, man. Vader goes well, back to the light. Yeah, yeah but Vader, Vader like pulled, right at the back. end, and it was like yeah, his son had to be getting electrocuted in front of him to happen. But he's, but he's, he's feeling it through Empire. He's feeling it through You pick Jedi. up on any of that? Yeah. Really? Dude, I, I have to yeah, rewatch it. Fighting, I'm not trying he's to, fighting dude, Luke. Stop looking at the base and start looking deep into the movie. I'm just, all right. <laughs> mind your piece of juice. But start, why, the, man. Mind your fucking piece of <laughs> No. It's a reference to an old conversation. Yes. We no, will, no, no. We will finish. Vader's, Vader doesn't, you know, Vader at, wants Luke on his side in, in the end of Empire yeah, because I, it's his son. Vader doesn't kill him. Vader uh, doesn't. I guess no. you're right. I guess you're right. Vader and Luke even says, you know, I feel that there's still good in you. Just mm-hmm. why yeah. let go of your hate. Yeah. Well, that's Luke, though. I'm saying and, if I but actually he feels saw it, the, Vader. There's a force. There's a force of feel. You feel like you could see he that. Force is a feel. Yeah. The feel is a force. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like the the just when he sat down and he was talking to the helmet in The Force Awakens and he was like, I, I can feel the pull. And, and he's yeah. like, show me the darkness. I'm just like, yeah. what is happening? Like, is he right. really this tempted by the light side? Like, it was just, it was such Yo, a cool No, concept. that was pretty, I mean, that was It was so dope. Like, I loved on it. On the nose. Um, but anyways, talking of uh, characters, light characters getting pulled to the darkness, the trailer ends 
with a really cool shot of Ray wielding a dual red lightsaber wearing like a Sith cloak, totally yeah. looking like a Sith. Right. So this clearly is going to show either in a dream or something, or who knows, maybe they're actually, they actually literally just they showed just that Ray turned the to script. the dark side. Yeah, just I flip mean, the script. Maybe, maybe, I was thinking about this today in what the car. What if she was bad the whole time? Maybe she is, maybe she is going to the dark side. Like, clearly, like, because I don't know about you guys, but when I first watched that, my initial thought was, okay, it's a vision, it's a force vision, she's not going to the dark side because they're not going to release that. And then I see all over Facebook, all over Twitter, all over Instagram, the same thing. IGN posted a poll about what do you think Ray is going to do? Does Ray go to the dark side? Is it a clone? Is it a whatever? And most people in their poll, about 51-ish percent, percent, I think it was, uh, said this is a distraction. So maybe it's not because they knew that people would think it is. Yeah, mm. maybe. Now, okay, you so mentioned, the best form of you misdirection is the truth. Exactly. You mentioned the clone thing, and I wanted to emphasize that a little bit because I have the theory that... Um, Sith Ray is a clone and that Palpatine has actually somehow managed to clone Ray because he's so strong with the force. And um, mm. because that scene in The Last Jedi when she's in the cave and she does the snap and there's mm. all the rays behind her and everything yeah. like that. Oh, yeah. At the time at the time I was like, oh, what is this? This is kind of cool. But now looking at it and he's seeing it, seeing it and hearing this theory, I was like, oh my God, that screams like clones. That's, right. that's like... Hmm. That That's would be really that would be really cool. I think that would be a really cool twist. There's just like this army of rays that Palpatine has. Right. I think they have to do if Ray is going to go to the dark side in this movie, and and if if Ben Solo is going to be because we have to talk about you know who who is the Skywalker, the rise of the Skywalker. Ben Solo is the Skywalker. I mean, yeah, from Solo, yeah, he's but got Skywalker. He's got in Skywalker him. blood, and so we're talking about. If they do this double flip, you're going to have to do it in a way that makes people... I think people will be very quick to believe that Ben Solo's turned to the light side. I think they'll buy that and buy into that. I don't yeah, know sure. if people will believe that Ray has gone to the dark side because this new character is so loved and is so admired as being this badass female who, who rules this Star Wars universe. If you take her to the dark side, which would be an awesome move... You have to do it in a way that makes people believe that she's evil. Yeah, no, for you know sure. And you also for just sure. can't turn. I feel like if if you don't have some sort of like the best villains are villains that you can somewhat understand, right? You know their Absolutely. logic or their thinking, or you have some sort of Killmonger weird empathy maybe. for them. And Thanos. you know that's why Thanos mm-hmm. worked. Yeah, that's why Killmonger worked. I mean, that's why like the best villains work. Vulture. That's why he. Right. You don't have. So well. I don't you really have any empathy, empathy for Hela though, and I really like Hela as a villain. She's in, just cool. In the Marvel universe, yeah. yeah. So, Shet, man. yeah. so some villains, some villains are just cool. We can't. We yeah. can't not acknowledge that. You know? No. Yeah. For sure. Oh, or maybe you just need to know clearly what their motivation is, and and I think it's. I think they got a lot of work to do. Do we know the runtime of this movie? When do you usually find out the runtime of? movie well, uh, is it like not until we'll it releases clo- now nah, we'll find yeah. out closer to yeah we'll, we'll find out we'll release. find out pretty close like we I, already know we already know scorsese's the iris man is going to be three and a half hours long i we, know that's going to be awesome we won't no i don't no. know if we'll touch on that this week it looks but great though it does look awesome do you think that they don't shy away from doing another three-hour movie like endgame i think it'll be a three-hour movie you think i don't think it'll be i don't think it'll be more than three hours last jedi was like two and a half and i see Last Jedi is the longest movie out, like almost two and a half hours, and I think it's going to probably some float somewhere around that as well. I see. I say two and a half hours. Yeah, 
I, I don't think it'll be. I could see it going three hours, but I don't ever think it would be any more than. I that. bet it's probably going to be like two forty-five at most. At most, yeah. This is I, kind I of a weird thing, but do you guys think it does better than Endgame? No, no. Isn't that, isn't that weird though? Like no. it's no, Star it's Wars. not weird. This it's is weird. Star Wars. It's been going on since nineteen seventy. Star Wars has been going on since nineteen seventy-seven, but they've also only put on nine movies since nineteen seventy-two. Yeah, I just and, feel like um, the, the following seven. behind it. Is, is it seven? I thought it was 72. Seven, 80, and 83. That's oh, the first whoops. original three. I'm sorry. You good. Apologize, Steven. Oh, you don't have to apologize to me. Mm-hmm, but no, I'm being courteous. Oh, being no. polite. No, I mean, I just... Um, isn't that kind of weird, though? Like, like I kind of no. feel like with this no, year... No, I don't think it's weird at all 22 either. movies, 22 MCU movies in, in a 10-year 10 10 year span. It's always a conversation. It's always a main focus. Yeah. Right. It's a TV. It's a... It's a the MCU... Is a a the movie's version of a television show? Yeah, you're it, right. You know what you're I mean? Right. It's it's a TV show that's run in ten years on all the twenty two seasons, mm-hmm. and it is and the Star Wars saga is, is just movies, and the Star Wars saga yeah. is is, is just, movies over yeah. the course of time, and and they're nine movies, yes, but they're nine movies that each section of three is its own complete story. Yeah, that you does really don't not have to the other ones. Yeah, you really don't have to like. I mean, I guess. Four, four through four through six do pretty heavily influence your viewing of seven through nine. I feel like, but oh, yeah, most definitely. Like but you four can through watch six and through one through three are you can watch them totally separate. Like if you didn't watch one trilogy over the other, you'd be fine. But you can watch seven through nine and not watch. Yeah, no, you can yeah, watch you seven through nine and have the, no understanding. Right, you just won't feel the nostalgia. Happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I won't guess. feel the nostalgia of the characters, but you yeah, would no. still. They you still can watch literally the fine. You can watch the Force Awakens and still know that Han Solo is his dad. That's that true. Kim and Carrie Fisher, or, or that him Luke, and Leia have had had yeah, stuff. Going right. It's literally past just like the audiences that, in seventy seven watching. You're right. Watching the first Star Wars movie like and not not knowing who, not knowing who Obi Wan Kenobi is, not knowing his past and everything like that, or not knowing who Master Yoda was, and then he goes and finds him. Do they mention Yoda in Last Jedi? What? They mention he's in Last Jedi. No, I know he's in Last Jedi, but I'm I'm talking about in Episode Four. Do they mention Yoda? No, they don't mention him. They don't mention him till five. Till five. Yeah. Obi Wan tells him, "Go and see Master Yoda in the Dagobah system." Oh yeah, I guess that really is the first time he mentions it. That's interesting. Dagobah, (laughs) Yoda. (laughs) I thought they spelled bad on the outside. (laughs) (laughs) You stop it. Sorry. Um, well, no, I was just thought a thought of like it's going to be weird this year if Endgame. You have Endgame, you have Game of Thrones, and you have Star Wars all ending, ending right. in the same year. And like Endgame was like perfect and everything anybody ever wanted. Game of Thrones, I haven't was watched, not. and yeah. I've heard, I've heard the <laughs> the, the reaction. Um, I'm hoping I, I I enjoyed Game of Thrones. I accepted it at face value. So like, I mean, it was I'm just, just one hoping of those things where it was like endings are so hard to wrap up in the first place. I knew the ending probably wasn't going to be what no one wanted. The ending for sure wasn't what I wanted. So, I mean, it's just one of those things where, you know, you see it, you watch it, you move on. Yeah. Right? But Endgame. Yeah, but then, you know, you, then you have movies <laughs> I mean, like Endgame. Endgame is the best, biggest movie of all time now, yeah. you know, which, which, which uh, I don't think Star Wars is going to no, sure. come close to that. Yeah. I don't think so either. I don't even think, I don't even know if both Force Awakens and Last Jedi are in the top ten in box office, are they? All time? Force Awakens is Force I, Awakens I know is Force like Awakens three. is yeah but I don't know Last, Last Jedi, Jedi should be too do you guys almost feel like it's just a thought I just had but like if you think about Lion King Force Black Panther out it's not oh wow Force Awakens is number four all time box office at 2.068 billion dollars and The Last Jedi is down at number 13 oh 1. okay 1.33 hmm. um, yeah 1.33 yeah The Last Jedi hmm 
Well, it was a great movie. One of my favorite Star Wars ever. Yep. Um, no, I, I was just thinking, do you guys feel like, like with the Marvel and with, by the time you get all the way to Endgame, like the whole world knew about it. Like my parents went to see it. My like right. That's like. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's my just like so everybody it. knew. Yeah, no, my parents didn't go see it. My parents haven't seen uh, a yeah, Marvel movie since Avengers. <laughs> Okay. Well, uh, I know what you mean. I know my what you mean. point is, <laughs> there were a bunch of people that went to see Endgame, and like, it was their yeah, first Marvel, Marvel really movie, yeah. took the whole world by storm, and and Star Wars used to do that, and I feel yeah. like they sort of they lost some people through the prequels, and then they lost some people through Last Jedi, and do you almost feel like Star Wars is coming, feeling back like a a bit of like a smaller following? Like it's not no. like no. the whole really no I don't no. I I don't think Star Wars Solo lost. look at Solo the 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 fa- the fact that they considered Solo a loser and then canceled what was potentially going to be another o- o- an Obi Wan movie right. instead of the Obi Wan TV I mean, show Solo made and almost potential- four hundred million dollars I know Solo almost made four hundred million dollars but anything right. under like a billion a, a billion is considered a failure in Disney's yeah. eyes these days Absolutely. and you know Solo already had so much bad press going into it with Phil and Lord. Um, being on there, uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller being on there, and then getting booted off, and then Ron Howard coming in, and then pretty much reshooting the whole fucking movie. I think they only used like five percent of the footage that Lord Miller had, mm-hmm. and then the rest was Ron Howard. Mm-hmm. And then from there, they still managed to make a good movie. I really do enjoy the solo film. I'm going on record saying that fun. before, yeah, and yeah. I really still appreciate it. I don't think I think that because the movie doesn't have any stakes, it suffers. But I mean, I was still engaged the whole time, and I really would have liked to see where they carry the story because they do kind of leave it on a cliffhanger. Yeah, yeah big one. <laughs> I think, yeah. uh, I, honestly, for me, like, I love Star Wars. I mean, obviously, love Star Wars. Not a fan of the prequels. You know, I remember being disappointed when those movies came out. Still watch them. It's only as I got but, older that I started to really understand what the prequels were and uh, that they were bad. But, yeah. I mean, I, re- I remember really liking them as a kid. Oh, I'm, for the lightsaber fights. Yeah, I course. remember. I definitely think I was introduced to number episode one first. Really? I think I was like four, five, something like that. And ep- no, when did episode one Nine, come out? 99? 99. Yeah. All right, so I would have been like seven-ish, eight-ish. Something like that. My dad wasn't a big Star Wars fan. My dad was definitely more Star Trek. Nice. Yeah, than, I didn't grow up with Star any Star Wars. Wars. So really, for me, the and prequels. My grandfather introduced me to uh, Star Wars, yeah. and he I, introduced I, me with one. Yeah, I from honestly, I think my my big thing from it is is Star Wars fatigue. Yeah, no, I feel that's, like I'm that's getting another Star thing Wars too. Fatigue. I feel yeah, like sure. Star Wars, like I feel like Force Awakens. So how are we? Th- even Last Jedi, to an extent, was an event. It was something where when where I was like another Star Wars movie is coming out. I am so excited because it is a Star Wars movie. It is an event that happens once every few years. Great. Where we got Rogue One, which is a great movie, and Solo, which is a movie, and we got those in there and we get in all these TV shows and we're getting I I'm, I feel like I'm getting oversaturated with Star Wars to the point where I'm like I get it. You know what I mean? I mean, uh, I, I understand what you're saying, but my counterpoint to that is is how can you sit right there and say that you're getting Star Wars fatigue when they release a movie a year now yeah. and Marvel has been releasing two movies a year for the past 5 years and you don't have superhero fatigue. Well, that's, I th- well that was kind of my point though is that I think that like you're a hardcore you've been a hardcore Star Wars fan way before I did. I really mm-hmm. got deep into Star Wars in like the last like 6 months or the last year really. Yeah. And 
like before that, I was a very, very casual fan, if you could even call me a fan. And now I've completely fallen in love with it. But coming into it so late in the game, I I kind of feel like I'm coming into a smaller like cult feeling thing. Like, oh, this is ours now. Yeah. And 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 whereas Marvel, I've been I've been really big on Marvel for a while, and I've been big on superheroes. And it sometimes I get that that like little jealous fan feeling when you when everybody and their mom is talking about Avengers Endgame, and I'm like, yeah, you, you don't really know what's going on. Like, you're not part of us. You know what I mean? Like, you, I mean, it's a dick thing to do. I'm, I'm, I'm fully admitting that. But I'm saying, you get that thing where, like, you kind of lose that sense of, like, oh, now, like, it was cool when, like, only, like, the cool kids liked it. But now when everybody <laughs> likes it, it's not that cool anymore. You know what I mean? I love that more people are interested in the things like this. I think, yeah, it, yeah, so I think I, it's really great. It makes the, it makes the theater experience more fun. Mm-hmm. Right. It, makes, uh, it makes everything much more enjoyable. It makes the conversations around it more enjoyable unless, yeah. you know, you get a bunch of fucking chodes in your conversation <laughs> just talking about talking shit. And then you know it's like, hey, why do we have to have girl superheroes? I like, oh, the, I like the people with the penis better. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and and Maybe no, I'm it's... saying there's there's a there's a part of me that feels the way I just felt, and there's a big part of me that feels exactly the way you feel. Is that it feels validating? It feels like I'm so happy that other people finally understand how awesome this stuff is, and how you can get like great stories from things like superheroes and capes and cowls and all sorts of things. Like I've been feeling this for years and it's cool that like I have something to kind of like, I bring, I bring it back to like my parents is like, I can, I'd be like, Hey, like, did you see Endgame? Do you like, like, do you, don't you love like this character did this? And I and, like, there's a relatability there that's never been there before. And I have the movies and the MCU to thank for that. So th- there's a big bad part of me that likes that too. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's maybe to go back to your point on on oversaturation. Maybe it has to do with the release of like Rogue One and Solo. The, the like sp- the Star the Wars spin-off. stories, the spinoff that almost made me feel like like when I watched anything that was going on in the MCU. No matter if it was two movies a year, no matter if it was Ant Man or Doctor Strange, you know, I'm not I'm not the biggest fan of like Ant Man and the Wasp or. I think they're good movies are fine, but they're not you know the best. When I watched those movies, I felt like Ant Man and the Wasp or Thor: The Dark World or those lesser you know money making money making uh, Marvel movies were still part of something, still part of a bigger story. So they were still important to the story as a whole. Whereas when I look at Rogue One and Solo, though I love Rogue One, I think Rogue One legitimately, I think Rogue One is probably the one, uh, if not one if not the best definitely you could argue it is the best movie that has come out in the new Star Wars universe I really and, I really do love Rogue One a lot yeah. as but well but I but I think it's almost I almost felt like a cash grab and I never felt like oh Marvel is making Doctor Strange as a cash grab I but I uh, I felt like Solo was it was and I, you know what I mean? I I, I, I understand like, your point with and that, Solo, and I yeah. think that but Solo more so that yeah. Solo more so than Rogue One because Rogue One literally does tie in to yeah. a film it's not an individual story oh no the end scene is like the is amazing it well yeah no the ending scene is amazing but you were you were saying how you know you can appreciate films like doctor strange and ant-man and ant-man the wasp and things like that because they tie into an overall overarching narrative no i'm saying that's of, why i didn't feel like i, I was fatigued okay so okay yeah. so that's why you're saying you didn't feel like you were fatigued but that but now my point is is that rogue one 
ties into an overarching narrative. Mm-hmm. Right? And I, mm-hmm. yeah, and I love. Which is probably, I, and you love I, Rogue One, and you don't feel fatigued by Rogue One, but you feel fatigued by Solo by because Solo. you feel like it's a cash grab. So yes, what you're saying is is, is basically that if they kept doing movies that tied somehow tied into the overarching narrative, you would be more appreciative of them versus them trying to s- single out individual characters. I think so. I think I would feel more along the lines of of like sorry that's stuck i think i would i wouldn't feel as as much star wars fatigue but as i mean if they're good you right know, like solo so, like solo was fine or but you still need to watch solo don't you i, I haven't seen solo yeah. i've seen i've only seen parts of it and i i just don't have a desire to see it but i um like i said i think like when it comes to the mcu we knew what they were doing the mcu is building to a bigger end. The MCU's goal is to tell this long story through multiple movies in which you are supposed to, you know, each character plays a specific role. So that's why I don't feel fatigued by them. And I might feel fatigued now. I'm mm-hmm. not saying I'm going to because I'm, I, I'm not. As of right now, I'm in no way fatigued for superhero movies. But I could see superhero fatigue setting in in the next phase of the MCU. But... With Star Wars, like I said, I, I I guess I always saw Star Wars as more of a big. It, it was special because it was a big spectacle. It was a new one is coming. Yeah, and now it's this every year sort of thing. It yeah. loses it loses its shine with the every year sort of thing to to me. As you know, okay. Um, but so, that's just so one. I'm not one, saying I mean I still I love Star Wars. Obviously. One 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 last question for you then. So. If the Ryan Johnson trilogy and the Benioff and Weiss trilogies are only with existing within the world, as in they take place in Star Wars, you know, they right. take place on planets that are in Star Wars, they take place in all that shit, but they don't tie into the overall narrative, are you not going to be interested then? Is, no, cause no I'd definitely be interested because they're their own But the, their But own those thing. are standalone stories, though. That's... Yeah, but every trilogy, each trilogy is a standalone story. Yeah, true. Okay. I'd be anxious to see how you feel after Rise of Skywalker because I, I wonder if because we haven't had anything since Solo and Solo has been sort of the biggest flat tire in in recent Star Wars years. Right. You're just Solo's you're coming the only off of kind tire, of just a really. bleh. It like, was a no, but, but you yeah, gotta say you gotta understand. Terrible. And I'm not like like I don't I don't want you to guys to think that like I'm sitting here trying to say that I don't. Star Wars that, is dead. Right. Alex Mark I, I'm going to be, I will, <laughs> I will be at Rise of Skywalker opening night. I will be seeing Rise of Skywalker. We I, should I'm all try to go see excited. it together. I am very excited for that movie. But I will say that I'm worried about Star Wars fatigue. I'm worried about there being, I'm worried about people saying, oh my gosh, there's so much Star Wars. Because with superheroes, like there's always been there have always been superhero movies, at least for the last 20 years. Yeah. There have been superhero movies. Right. They've been around. Right. Where Star Wars is, I think the Star Wars brand and Star Wars itself is such a big thing on a pedestal that I don't want to get Star Wars fatigue. I want it to be as special as I remember it being. And, like, I'm really jazzed for Rise of Skywalker. I think it's going to be awesome. But, I mean, it might also, what also might come into play is that, you know, Han Solo is, like, one of my favorite characters of all time. I didn't think that movie needed to be made. Like I just I thought that money like, right. it was a cash grab coming off of the fact we're not going to talk about this that I wasn't the biggest fan of the Last Jedi mm, and so it so that's huh I said that's an understatement no no Last <laughs> Jedi had a lot of redeeming qualities but it was not my favorite yeah Star Wars movie but it so it was like that one two mm-hmm. 
and and so it's like I I hope Rise of Skywalker. I'm I'm personally I'm really excited for J.J. Abrams to come back because I I really like the style that he his look of it. Like yeah, that, that shot with all of the the destroyers. Yeah, was, that was a sweet fucking shot. sick. Yeah. yeah, at my at my job we have uh, the Force Awakens playing on all the display TVs right now. They let me pick the movies, which is awesome. Nice. That's awesome. So nice. like since since uh, since they've let me pick the movies, I've pick, I first started off with Inception. Nice, solid, and Good then one. um, and then I followed it up with Force Awakens. I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna follow it up with next. Last Jedi, then we don't have it. Yeah, oh. so shame. It's because nobody wants to sell any, it. It's any so more good. points on Star Wars, or can we move on to some other D twenty three news? I, I was gonna ask you something really quick, and and I just you you said one time that you don't want like Harrison Ford is solo. Yes, right, and there are there are movies in my heart that I. Am just going to be selfish and think mm-hmm. that I, they should never remake. I don't think they should ever remake Back to the Future. I don't think they should ever. Ca- I don't think Chris Pratt should ever be Indiana Jones. Yeah, no, I for don't sure. Think, I don't for think sure that, that Han Solo needs to be recast. And that's just because it's like, okay, do you remember? Now you you probably don't. You do. Do you remember the remake of Psycho? Yeah, with the Vince, Vince Vaughn, with Vince the Vince Vaughn. Vaughn, the shot for shot one, the shot for shot remake, except for the jerk off scene. Yeah. That's a movie that didn't need to be made because Psycho is a movie that should never be touched. Yeah, for sure. And so there are characters and movies in my love brain, <laughs> in my love brain, in my love brain that I feel People like all over I feel the like world. you're never gonna. I, I don't think you should games. ever remake a movie unless you are confident that Start you're going to do Start a love better, brain, yeah, or at least love pay, brain. pay decent respect and homage to the original. And I think that. Han Solo is a character that was loved by so it's loved by so many people and has already seen us you know the the fans of him take a punch with with Greedo shooting <laughs> first yeah for and sure I just I don't know man Robert Zemeckis said that he'll never remake Back to the Future until after he's dead which I thought was I like that I appreciate that yeah it doesn't need remakes it doesn't perfect it doesn't film. I I really do like Back to the Future I wanna mm-hmm. I wanna rewatch it I really wanna buy the Blu-ray set with all three yeah but I'm kind of a snob now and I wanna wait for them to release the eventual 4K set oh yeah and then well, there's a I think buy the it. one I think the one I have is 25th anniversary yeah 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 that's and the one a, that, there's also the a 30th anniversary Blu-ray oh is there there's a 30th now yeah. Well, I That's just awesome. I had I had a question for you guys. What what you thought about? We have an idea. answer for you. Of uh, somebody mm-hmm. somebody floated the idea of me of, and it was when Solo was coming about. Is that when you think about characters and you associate actors with them, and you think about characters becoming legend and becoming mythology, and mm-hmm. we're we're kind of blessed with the fact that we had like superheroes were created in comic books. Right. So Batman isn't. Val Kilmer, Batman isn't Michael Keaton. Batman isn't Christian Bale. He's Batman. It's and almost we like we get to see all these iterations of well, him. That's our myth. Yeah, he's a myth. It's almost myth. like it's almost like when an an author for a comic run writes a whole series, but different artists come in throughout the whole series. Like mm-hmm. with the newest right. Tom King mm-hmm. series, you know, he's had so many different authors or, or um uh, artists. Or even the, just uh, different writers. I mean, yeah. think what Frank Miller did to Batman, mm-hmm. as opposed to when he was, you know, back in b- before that time, and then, you know, mm-hmm. moving forward. And l- I'm for trying. I don't think Solo was pitch perfect, right. but I'm happy that they tried it because what I want is I do want to see if they can make a mythology out of Luke, Leia, and Han. Because when you think of like James Bond, James Bond is James Bond. 
James Bond is not one actor. You know what I mean? He's a legend. He's 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 a it's myth. Code name. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a code name. Yeah, that too. But like, but you do think of people like Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones is Harrison Ford. When Harrison Ford dies, Indiana Jones dies. Yes, and that's kind of a bummer. No, me. like no, it, man, no, it's come not. Up with new it's, ideas. That is the legend, yeah, dude. The legend, well, no, the legend is that they yeah. died. The the legend yeah. is not that somebody else plays Indiana Jones for a new generation. The legend is that my eventual child, y'all's children, currently will one day eventually watch Indiana Jones. Uh, and the Raiders of the Lost Ark for the first time, and they'll see the opening Paramount Mountain, and they'll see it transition into the actual beginning of the film, and they'll be so blown away by that moment, and then they'll be blown away by the next 10 minutes after that, and then they're going to be blown Blown away away by by the next 20 minutes after that, and then they're going to be blown away by the next 15 minutes after that, because that movie's awesome. That's what makes that movie legendary. It's not a new character coming in once every 30 years. Yeah, I just, like, I know the first time I really understood, like, what was cool about that was when I went through the Terminator franchise, and I know it's kind of a, a maybe a strange franchise to be a gigantic fan of, but I am, and I fell in love with I'm the I'm a fan the of Terminator the first franchise. two movies. Speaking no. of Terminator, Thank you. No. speaking Thank of you. Terminator, yes. I bought Terminator 2 today on Amazon, on Amazon yeah. in 4K for less than $8. No, you nice. did Yeah. That's sweet. Are you about to... <laughs> Uh, you can just go ahead and buy it. Oh, man. Um, I have T2 on Blu-ray in the special edition with like the director's cut, and now nice. I have the 4K. Oh, well, man, I'm just cool. telling you guys that Terminator Genesis is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Wow. I've, so good. You're the only person I've ever heard say I that. Know, I well, because most that. people haven't gotten to Whoa. Terminator 5. but <laughs> Yeah, no, that's because they stop after 3. Some make it to Salvation if you can get past the fact of Sam Worthington's stay last. What the fuck does this have to do with Star Wars? Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, my, yeah. my question was, uh, no, what I was saying about in. Terminator yeah. is just saying that... that like Sarah Connor, John Connor, and Kyle Reese. Once you get through all five movies and they recast them so many times that like they're the the characters are the characters. I'm connected to John Connor, Sarah Connor, Kyle Reese, and and T eight hundred. Those are those are my characters. The characters mean a lot to me. The actors right. don't mean as much to me, and it creates a, a cool. So you could feeling. recast Schwarzenegger. Counterpoint. Counterpoint. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. So could you recast Schwarzenegger? Uh, I don't know. You recast Schwarzenegger. Right, so fuck you. Let's move Counterpoint. <laughs> you're, you're, speak, you're speaking of Sarah Connor and everybody getting recast, but Counterpoint in Terminator Dark Fate, I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, Linda Hamilton's back. Don't Sarah get Connor. me wrong. So I'm super anyway, why are they doing that? that? Yeah, I'm super. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why they're doing. Re- I don't know why they're doing anything. I want to recast. Yeah, but you're also talking. We're also talking about Indiana Jones. Talking about Star Wars. We're talking about movie franchises. I'm fine with them trying Terminator. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So the rest of D23. Yeah, the rest of D23. I guess I got your guys' opinions. I just disagree. Yeah. It's all right. What's good? What else? What else we got from D23? Uh, D23, I guess we want to jump into the Marvel stuff now. Sure. Um, some more TV shows were announced. She-Hulk. She-Hulk, which is no going to be, way. which sounds yes. cool. Uh, Miss um, Marvel, which is going to be really cool. The one I'm the most Kam- excited Kamala for. Kamala Khan or? Uh, yeah, yeah. Kamala nice. Khan. And, nice. and, and my motherfucking favorite, Moon Knight. Moon Knight's going to be oh, so wow. cool. Oh my God. Automatic so casting excited. choice for Moon Knight. If uh, you guys say, don't say Keanu Reeves, uh, you're wrong. It's Keanu Reeves. I, I agree. That's too I small for him. No, it's not. Yes. No, it's Keanu not. Dude, Meryl Streep was literally on a seven-episode HBO show last se- this year. That's true. Yeah, but this is Keanu Reeves. It's, are Meryl you Streep. kidding me? He it's can... Meryl Streep. <laughs> yeah. Meryl Streep's the greatest actor of her generation. Yeah. Oh, hey, can we talk about Matrix 4 at one point? That'd be awesome. 
You know? You're, yeah, you're asking me about if you want to Disney. talk about that in the middle of just the recording. No, not right now. I'm just saying maybe later in the recording. I mean, maybe yeah, later, Stephen. I'm making a mental note. Let's talk about the pros and cons of bringing up the Matrix If you we'll talk about it. So Keanu Reeves is going to play Moon Knight. Okay, Steve. I'm super excited. I saw, um, I think it was somebody, uh, what about Rosar- or, or, uh, What about Rosario Dawson for She-Hulk? Ooh, Ooh that would be cool. But she's already, she's kind of already in the Marvel Universe because she played uh, Night Nurse. Yeah, but in the mean, Daredevil yeah. everybody knows they're not acknowledging those shows. Really? Yeah. No. That's unfortunate. It is, it unfortunate, is unfortunate, but you know it's going to, there's, there's no way they can be in the MCU. I know that they reference like, Aliens attacked New York and stuff like that. Right. And that was fun for them, but MCU was like, "Yeah, keep your TVMA stuff over there because we're Disney." Oh uh, yeah, true. Like they're never gonna I mean, let Disney like, owns Kingpin Marvel, smash so it that's why those can't. I, I think it would be cool to, if to for Disney Plus to bring those shows back. Yeah, for sure. That's what I would. That's what I was It'd hoping. Be great, but I would really, to. I would really, I really hope they kind of go with the more adult, adulterated theme with Moon right. Knight because Moon Knight is the right character to test that with. I don't think they can though. They can't. They totally do R-rated can. Stuff. Then how are they going to do anything with that? Here's Deadpool? how they do it. Here's how they do it. You ready? The, I heard Disney owns Hulu. That's what I heard. They're gonna. They're giving Deadpool to Hulu, which which is fine. But you're releasing Moon Knight on Disney Plus. It has nothing to do with Hulu. It's gonna have the Disney name on it. It's gonna be PG thirteen. It's gonna be. Mm, I don't. I don't. I, I hope not. That. I hope I'm wrong. I think it's I mean, gonna Disney be. Could... I think it's gonna be hardcore. Right. I think it's gonna be. I hope I think so. it's gonna be pushing the line. I of hope PG thirteen. So. so here's here's a here's my question. Since since we're talking about all these announcements, what what other what other Marvel announcements were there after those three? Black Panther two. Yeah, which we knew was coming. Yeah, mm. for sure. No, um, no, no. Details on Black Widow. Saw yes. some clips from Black Widow. Got a poster. We got to see what David Harbour looks like. Poster looks sick. Poster looks awesome. We got the white the Black white Widow costume. suit. Yeah, weird. R- yeah, it is weird. Rumor has it that there was a clip from D23 of Black Widow fighting other multiple Black Widows. Really? Ooh, like mm-hmm. the other, like bl- the Black Widow, yeah, like the other operative Black Widow or whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. oh, that would That's be sick. Cool. That's so it sounds like it's going to be really awesome, real spy thrillery. It's going to be the most spy heavy movie since probably Winter Soldier. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Here's your spot for Keanu because I keep hearing rumors that Namor is the Keanu. villain for Black Panther two. Yeah, and that's what I'm. Keanu needs, needs to be Widow. Namor. Keanu is Black Widow. He has to be Namor, and then he has to get his own series after that. That's no, a Namor series. I don't yeah. think Keanu's Namor. I don't see it. Yeah, I don't you know. You guys if I see got it. all wet and bothered over Keanu being Moon Knight because Moon he's Knight perfect for it. Because he's perfect, he is pretty perfect for it. I think. I think he's pretty perfect for Moon Knight. Yeah, he'd be perfect for Namor. Yeah, you know, you know who would be cool for Namor? I bet. Who? I want to. I want to go with somebody random. I'm gonna go with a uh, 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 Russell Crowe. <laughs> Russell Crowe. Yeah. Gosh. Fat Russell. Crow. No, 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 Gagging no, no. I'm talking like. I'm talking spoon. like, dude. He's gonna be getting. If he were getting paid Marvel money, he would definitely slim up. Yeah, and you get slim, you get slim, trim, fit Russell Crowe in there. I don't care what Russell Crowe looks like. I don't want him playing Namor. <laughs> well, that's just actor. like your opinion, man. I Russell think... Crowe's a great actor. Yeah, but that's not a Namor. I just don't. I don't see it. Like he's. It's not. I don't know, dude. I... Russell Crowe. I definitely feel like I could see Russell Crowe being like some hard, hardened, chiseled king of Atlantis, Namor the okay, Submariner. No, here you go, here you go. No, because I do love Russell Crowe. I'm not hating on Russell Crowe. What if Russell Crowe, this might be a little bit left field, if he plays Whistler for Blade. I don't know who Whistler is. So you don't know who Whistler is? I don't know anything about Blade. You didn't watch the Blade trilogy? No. <gasps> Sorry. We've had You've this conversation before. Avengers, I forgot about it until just now. Well, I, I had to forget about it because I almost disowned you yeah, <laughs> as yeah, a friend. Yeah. 
because yeah, you don't know about lover. Wesley Snipes' blade. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Keep going. I don't know if Keanu. I mean, I could see Keanu as Namor, but I don't know if I. You got to like get somebody him. big. They have to make him a villain. Well, who at would first, you want? Like who would you want? Off the Namor? top of your head. Off the top of your For head. Moon Knight. Namor. I said Keanu Reeves. Oh, oh, duh. That was my idea. All right, well, then off the top of your head, who would you want for Moon Knight? Moon Knight, I would go... I see Luke Evans as Namor. Luke Evans would be a cool Namor. Luke Evans could be a cool Namor. Is Luke Evans in the MCU already? What about... uh, I don't think so. uh, What's his toes from uh, Mad Men? John John Hamm? Hamm? Yeah, why was John Hamm? Because everybody's been wanting John Hamm to play Batman, and Moon Knight's basically Marvel's Batman. We could finally sort of be Batman. In Moon Knight. Mm. I just want John Hamm to be Batman. Yeah, I just yeah. <laughs> Joe Manangelo, maybe for I yeah. can see Ooh. I can see that for Moon Knight. Oh, I love that guy. He's too goofy and funny. What he's, he's really good. He about? can play. He's he really can good. play serious though. He's really good. It's when has he ever played goofy? Uh, the Magic Mike. Magic series. Mike. Oh, I didn't. Almost like everything Mike. he's ever been in. Yeah. I've he's a, he's a huge D and D guy. Did you guys know that? Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, nuts. Mm-hmm. So here's my here's my question. Um, that I wanted to bring up to you guys on this Disney Plus thing. So, do you think Disney Plus gives Netflix a scare? Uh, yeah. No, I don't yeah. think so. You don't think so? 100%. I don't think so. I, 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 agree. I agree with you, Stephen. Netflix I think it is does. shitting their pants. I already they know are going that to be in trouble come November. I know. No, I know. Come November, my plan already is Disney Plus, Hulu, cancel my Netflix. That's I mean, I'm not going to go that far, yeah. uh, but because. That- I'm tired of paying sixteen dollars a month for my Netflix. Disney Plus comes in with their six dollars a month. Yeah, I can watch Boy Meets World on Disney I'll, Plus. Yeah, I mean, I'm also, <laughs> I'm also, I'm also bumming my Netflix off of my parents. I actually don't pay for Netflix. But yeah, I same. I don't pay for. Netflix. I don't know either. how much it is. Is it really sixteen dollars? Yeah, Aren't yeah. There different plans though. Is it standard? Um, yeah, for, but for the four K four person or or four stream thing, it's it's sixteen. How much and is it? It used to be used to be fourteen, and now they they upped it. It's like twelve, and it's twelve or fourteen, something like that. Yeah. I don't know. That, so that like is that. expensive. I get I yeah. get Hulu directly through Sprint, so I got that going for me, which yeah. is nice. And I and I've I mean I've been watching a lot of things on but Hulu. There's but there's really gonna there's a there's a package deal coming out where you can pay like thirteen bucks a month and you get, and you get Disney Plus, Hulu Plus, and ESPN, ESPN. Plus. I saw that. Yeah, I know. And, that, that and that's be, what I'm talking about. That would be worth it. So does that give Netflix a scare without? Yeah. Because I mean, what what does Netflix Netflix, Netflix is gonna have a harder time cracking down licensing. For all this stuff, because well, apparently we're that, going into the age where everybody's going to have a streaming service. But and so Netflix's original content is what it's going to have to fall on. That's why they're coming on something new on. like every other day. Netflix, Net, Netflix has been relying on their original content for a long time, and they've really mastered certain genres. Like the Netflix rom com, they've mastered. It's right. the Netflix rom com is really good. Like to all the boys I've loved before, my wife and I have watched that. That's really good. My wife and I have also watched Always Be My Maybe, which has a right. great. 15 minute Keanu Reeves performance in it. Yeah. It's yeah, so fucking it funny. Is, a, is, a, is a random, is a movie, is a rom-com movie once a year worth keeping a Netflix subscription for? I mean, I mean, no, but I'm, I'm saying there, there, there are movies like that, that an audience loves. Right. That will gravitate towards that over something else. And then, you know, plus Netflix also has other stuff. Netflix has things like Mindhunter. Netflix has things yeah, that. Yeah, I, I want to watch that. Mindhunter. Mindhunter season one is really good. And, I am all the way up to Mindhunter season two, episode six, and I've kind of fallen off on it. One of my friends has told me that the season itself kind of dips in quality after the Manson episode, oh, cool. but up until the Manson episode, it's awesome. Yeah, I'm just for wondering. Sure, but if, like, I just, just think I'm wondering if Netflix 
is going to get shaken. I don't think Netflix is scared mainly because look at look at what they're doing right now with uh, this upcoming fall. They're getting ready to release a bunch of quote unquote Oscar worthy films, and they're releasing them in theaters. Yeah, like Bright. No, not right. <laughs> I'm talking about. I'm talking Just about. Saying that's what they were talking about. I'm talking about films like The Laundromat, the new Steven Soderbergh movie that's going to have Meryl Streep and yeah. Gary Oldman in yeah. it. I'm talking about uh, The Irishman. I'm talking about um, uh, a Marriage Story that that new um, Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson film, which is about a uh, divorce right. and what like it, what like the toll that takes on a whole family and a marriage and everything like that. And they're releasing those films in theaters about a month before they're releasing them on Netflix. So, I mean, if you want to see them, you have to go see them in theaters and you have to go to a small theater. They're not going to be released in theaters like AMC, Regal, Cinemark, or anything Mm -hmm. like that. They're not going to be, they're going to be released in these small independent theaters. And, you know, they're really pushing for these films to be Oscar worthy contenders. And I don't think Disney gives a flying fuck about the movie, about the quality of the content of the movies that they're putting out on Disney Plus. Really, I don't know, no, man. No. I I disagree. I think I, think I, I don't think that. In. I'm thinking about it from a they're from going a business all they're perspective. going all in on their TV shows and on the Marvel stuff and things like that. But from watching the Lady in the Tramp trailer, Alex, I agree with you. The film looks cute, but it looks cute. The CGI in it looks bad. It doesn't look. Wait, up. What? I think what, the dogs which, look which, cute. The which dogs show? look cute when they're actual dogs, but the moments that the dogs move their mouth. It looks bad. I think yeah. it does. It's not. It doesn't have the same effect that Lion King had. All right. Has. I don't think it'll be. I th- I think it's the fact that Netflix is having to. I still think Disney's live action films that they release specifically for theaters are going to be good. That's not what I'm saying. Right. I'm just you saying that anything they're... that they design that's custom tailored for the Disney Plus platform, you can almost expect a dip in quality unless it's m- one of their big properties like Marvel or Star Wars. I'm waiting for them. I think that they're hitting, Disney's hitting this, look at all the great stuff we have and greatest hits that's going to be on Disney Plus. What I'm waiting for is for them to say, hey, remember, we own ABC. We own ABC Family. Yeah, we own the you Simpsons, know. the X Files, the mm-hmm. <laughs> right. They we own your Fox. Fox. We own Pixar. All this stuff that that you can now watch on Disney Plus. And when they decide to bring that in to Disney Plus and keep their six dollar pay, you know, per month thing, I think Netflix is is gonna be shit out of luck. And then that's going to be it's going to be hard for them to keep subscription. I'm not saying Netflix isn't 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 giving out quality content. I think they are. But what they have to do is make it worth fourteen dollars a month to keep subscriptions. And you can't just maybe Netflix, maybe Netflix decides to just cut their prices. They have hopefully they have have the ability to them like a year. Yeah, I know they they would have to. They're probably going to have to cut their prices inevitably in order to compete. And, you know, I mean, like people get Amazon Prime for free. Right, because they already have they already have the prime service that you know what pay like a hundred and twenty bucks a month or yeah. a year for. Right. So I mean, like you know, it would almost be worth it maybe for Netflix to maybe go to a model like that. Hey, you can pay us a hundred bucks for the year. That's what right. Spotify does. Spotify every year, I get the email from Spotify. Hey, pay us a hundred dollars right now for the whole year. Save twenty dollars. Right. Yeah, I, I, but I, I sort of take it as an indication that because like Netflix is clearly trying very hard because they know what's coming and like i don't think disney's breaking a sweat 
Like no, they're I think not. they're just like they're yeah, not. Just, I'm honestly just have fun. It's I'm Disney. honestly yeah. surprised. I'm honestly to... surprised that they haven't floated out the idea of buying Sony over this whole fucking Spider-Man thing. <laughs> yeah, so am I. I I really am too. Like they they are they're just like they're they're not worried at all. No, Disney Disney has nothing to worry about. The fans of all Disney content have nothing to worry about. I mean, honestly, like, Netflix does though. I I, I think I'm Netflix not sees really a dip. worried about keeping if, they don't if, if i had to let go of netflix i wouldn't be that bummed but like you can't watch the office you can't i wouldn't be either but, but like, i mean I'll you can't the watch office the office after DVD. next year because it's about to be on no, nbc's no, no. own Seriously, streaming service give me give right. me disney plus and give me the office on dvd and that could be literally all i watch the rest of my life i'll be totally fine that's, that's like sad. that's genuinely all i would really need. i think it's the disney plus combo with hulu well that, yeah that i mean sinks hulu it for me because I, I find myself like watching Hulu quite a lot. I mean, yeah, Hulu's, I watch Hulu all the time now. Yeah, Hulu's Hulu's got a lot of stuff. Hulu's got keeps up with with newer episodes of things, and uh, yeah, the new episode is always there like the next night. Right, it's and, great. And so I find myself watching a lot of Hulu. Also, have you heard of this thing called Pluto TV? Mm-mm. I have not. It's a it's a live streaming TV app. It's on hmm. PS4. It's on Xbox, and it's on all this stuff, and it's free, mm-hmm. free live streaming television. Wow. And it's paid for because they do advertisements through. It's like almost like a YouTube, but for mm. live streaming television. Huh, interesting. Yeah, it's wild. It's I just downloaded it. And you can get like, can you get like all the regular like? channels and stuff? Can you get like Nickelodeon? Can you yeah. get like Cartoon Network, ESPN? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, wow, you can get live sports like Fox. And I don't know if you can get live sports, and I haven't checked it out. That say, far. That'd be interesting. Yeah, like if you, could, if you could somehow on. pick up your local channels, right? Yeah. That would be worth it then. Yeah. Where are we at again with D twenty three? We're in the Marvel stuff. Marvel yeah, stuff. but what, what we're, were talking we, about? I, was, I, I talking asked about if, Moon if you think that uh, yeah, Netflix I know is going to get a scare. What what else? What else happened that we have any interest? Um, in? we haven't we haven't touched on She Hulk really. We haven't touched That's on this Marvel cool yet. That's going to be cool because anybody that doesn't know about She Hulk, she's a lawyer by yeah. day, and yeah. so it's going to be a legal procedural, which mm-hmm. works perfectly in TV. I don't personally like legal procedurals, but like I like them. Daredevil worked great. Yeah. I mean, I thought Daredevil worked great because it didn't focus so much on the law side of it. it wasn't like you know. I hope they only do. Order. I hope they only do the thing where it's like a case a season. I hope it's not like an SVU. Oh yeah, type like, yeah, thing where it's like in case, yeah, yeah, where it's like a yeah. case a week. Yeah. Where like at the end, at the end of each episode, she like gets the guy well, in court. She like gets him for like entrapment. That's what I was just gonna say. That that's why Daredevil worked for me was because yeah. it didn't feel like a Law and Order or something like that. Because yeah. I was like, I'm, it doesn't feel like an Arrow. Like Arrow almost had like a villain of the week type. Yeah, feel to it. Arrow's yeah. definitely very much of like a procedure you know very mm-hmm. episodic like my mom totally called like first episode she watched she was like oh what's this you're watching i was like oh it's arrow and then she's sitting there and she was watching the whole episode and then she called like the twist of the episode she was like oh my god they've got her they've got a sister yeah, yeah. and then i was like how did you know that and she goes honey i've seen so many of these shows they're all the same what <laughs> yeah, they are it's like when you watch like an old episode of SVU and you mm-hmm. see, oh, is it the Dean? It's Dean Kane on SVU. He's clearly <laughs> the bad guy. Yeah, yeah. Because he's never on this show and he's the guest. Yeah. So. Yeah. Any popular actors on a TV show, you're like, oh, they have something well, we just, integral to do to the story. My my wife and I just finished watching Veronica Mars for the first time. Which oh yeah. Is a solid show. I haven't. It's I haven't. Very two thousand Z. We watched the whole, all four seasons. Hulu just released a new season of it, the revival, and. Um, did you watch the movie as well? We didn't watch the movie. No, we but we watched. We read a synopsis of it, and we watched. Went right into season four of Veronica, of the new one. And um, anyway, the first three seasons very good. They do that one 
one case throughout the season. Yeah. Um, it's very two thousands and angsty and punky, and and it's it it's very it's it's very good. It's very solid. Uh, but the new season has J.K. Simmons in it. Oh, cool. And Ooh. so we watch the new season, and there's and I and I turn on, and 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 there, here's J.K. Simmons. Hey, you know, nice Veronica Mars. Nice. And 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 you're just like, oh. He's a bad guy. Like, <laughs> and, and, and sure shit. Like, <laughs> J.K. Simmons. Oh, wait a minute. Real quick. What about J.K. Simmons as Whistler? J.K. Simmons is J. Jonah Jameson. And only J. Jonah Jameson. But maybe Whistler. Nah. Sorry, keep going. Nah. About whatever we were talking about. Jeff Bridges. I wa- Yeah, I want Jeff Bridges, but he's not going to... Jeff Bridges, Jeff Bridges has Russell. already been in the MCU. No, Kurt, no like hatefully. Kurt, Kurt, Kurt Russell well, would be cool. Ego. Oh, Kurt Russell was ego. God yeah. damn it. Wow. David Hayter? I don't know who David Hayter David yeah. Hayter is pretty much just like a younger version of Kurt Russell. Is he? H-A-Y-D-E-R. Or H-Y-D-E-R. I think... Uh, I mean, you could just go straight Sam Elliott, because he's just Sam Elliott. Sam Elliott's old, though. Well, Whistler's supposed to be old. Oh. If you knew anything about Blade... Yeah, but Sam Elliott was so then good. Tell Chris Christopherson... Tell, tell you what, why don't you find me some uh, Blade material to read, and I'll read it. I actually know so I do good. need to find some good Blade comics. So the that's Born. Um, oh, yeah, Sam Elliott is really good in the Star is Born. Just to give you an idea, Chris Christopherson played Whistler in Blade. Yes, Chris Christopherson. If you don't dig deep down in your fucking soul, <laughs> we gotta live. you won't have no legs. Yeah. Yeah. So so what else? What's next on, on D23? Uh, Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Yeah. I'm Very really excited, excited that um, we're excited uh, getting a... Hero of Muslim descent. I think that's going to be really cool. I agree. I agree. I I'm excited awesome. for that. I'm really excited how. Do you think they're going to lean becoming... into that a lot? I don't. I don't I think mean, they're going to lean into it. They no, Marvel. Marvel's always done. Marvel's always done a really nice job of never leaning into anything that they touch on. Yeah, they're they just hit you over the head. They with just it. always touch on it. They kind of. They kind of let you acknowledge that it's there, and then they always kind of move on. And then it might be brought up once or twice again, but it's never. It's never a thing. Right. Yeah, I need to. I need to learn more about Kamala Khan as Miss Marvel. I don't Same, I, don't I have much. the first issue of her relaunch. Yeah. Yes, from a few years ago. Speaking yeah, of some issues really of comics, speaking of some issues of comics, I got an Infinity Gauntlet number 1. Damn. No in, way. In how, the other day. How did Oh, uh, you, oh, you mean at your Yeah, in the shop. I thought you bought it. I, I was did like, buy it. Nice. How much did you get it for? 2 bucks. Is it a nice. It's not a first print. It is a first printing. Nice. How'd you Have get you it like valued bucks? it yet or anything? Is it? No, it's not I worth two bucks. I know it's not worth two bucks. It's probably worth like five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not that. The value, what? the value on them, the value on them dropped, dude. Yeah, they, they were, they reprints? were like, yeah, they were like fifty. An Infinity Gauntlet number one was like fifty bucks. Like I a guess, couple years well, yeah, ago, but it's I dropped. Guess, no, you're probably it's dropped right. since then. I also have a Spider Man number one of like the Torment storyline. Yeah, I guess I'm but thinking it's, more like it's first evidently it's the it's the black cover. It's not the super red. It's not the super rare like red cover. But I mean, still whatever. Yeah. And I got Death and Rebirth of Superman still in their white and black plastic wrap. Nice, sweet. But I'm about to open the bitches up and read. <laughs> I got I have I have Death. I have Death Superman. Yeah, sweet. Somewhere. I was reading uh, Spider Man Noir. Oh, this cool. week and it blew my fucking mind it was so good yeah it's good yeah there's i'm two. still trying to read ultimate spider-man but i'm having trouble finding the ultimate collection volume six and not paying like 85 dollars for it so they don't yeah. have it on amazon 
Yeah, for $85. Why? Because I think it's out of printing. Jeez. And I think, and I think that's why. That's kind of crazy. So, I mean, the, the cheapest I've been able to find is I can import it from the UK for like 50 bucks, and that's still like way too much for a Yeah, book. that's too much for yeah, a volume. But yeah, if you guys ever want to read two four-issue miniseries, Spider-Man Noir is awesome. Okay. So. Nice. Yeah. I'm going to have to uh, check that out. Keep going. Anything else from D23 other than just like the other regular like Disney stuff? Like we got some more information on Onward, the new yeah. uh, Pixar movie coming out that stars Chris Pratt and Tom Hiddleston. They're two brothers on a quest to revive their dad that they lost years ago. Is it animated? Yeah, it's yeah. animated. Um, it takes place in like, it's pretty much like a ghoul and goblin type world. If uh, But like it takes place like there's like airplanes. And like cars and vans and shit and like uh, unicorns are basically like uh, the raccoons of this world. It looks cute. It looks cool. I really yeah. like it. It's probably gonna make me cry just like every other fucking Pixar movie does. Probably. Like um, and then you know they also we also got some more details on their new movie Soul coming out, which is how a person obtains a soul, starring Jamie Foxx and Tina Fey. Not okay. a duo that I thought would ever be in a movie together, let alone a Pixar film. But yeah, I trust no. Pixar what and what they're doing and this film is i believe it's directed by the same guy who did inside out i don't know for sure on that though yeah i didn't hear about that um that looks really cool uh and then you know frozen 2 they they started they did some more talk on frozen 2 i really like the frozen 2 trailer i don't know if i'll like the film i liked the first frozen it was a good film i took it at face value it's not this generation's lion king no. I, don't, I don't know where that... It's not as good as Moana. No, I, yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't like Moana. I think Frozen... Dude, Moana was great. No, it's not. No, it is. Mm. Well, how do you feel about Coco? Oh, uh, dude, Coco. One of the best Coco, movies of all time. Coco is this is probably this generation's The Lion King. But that's dude. not a Disney animated film. That's a Pixar film. Yeah, I don't know. Really? Coco is Pixar? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's all Disney. No, it's not. There's a difference. <laughs> there is a difference. Is you can't rank Disney animated films and include Pixar films. You can't rank Pixar films and include Disney animated films. I True. suppose. I, I mean, I'm not all that versed in what Disney's been doing in the animated front lately. But I, mean, I did watch Moana. I did watch Coco. Moana. Moana was great. Oh, God. I, I don't like Moana, Moana all that much, great. but I mean, that's just my opinion. Oh, yeah. Coco made me cry. Yeah, Coco made like me cry, too. So I have yeah, an aunt that... Or I'm sorry, she's not my aunt. She's my grandmother. What the hell am I talking about? <laughs> my my grandmother has, my grandmother has Alzheimer's. It sounds and... like you're getting Alzheimer's. Yeah, it sounds it sounds it runs in the family. Chris over here has already got some mm, timers. Uh, yeah, full time part timers is what I have. Uh, and uh, <laughs> that's why we're recording this podcast because Chris is yeah. So that way fading. I can remember it. I'm like that. I'm like Guy Pearce mm. and Memento. I you know, <gasps> tattoo everything on my thigh. Yeah, yeah. dude, Memento is one of the best movies ever. Sorry, keep That's going. debatable, but oh, don't you dare, <laughs> sir! Don't you dare! It is dare. debatable. I, it is, I have to agree with that. What is happening? How am I on an island in the fact that Memento is one of the best movies of all time? Uh, of because all I, time? Can, I can name, yes! I can name, I can name like six movies off the top of my head. I can name oh three. I can name three Nolan movies that are better than Memento. Are you ready? Yeah. The Why Prestige, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight, oh, and Dunkirk. He made, he made yes. Memento. Yeah, I, I agree yeah. with all three of those: The Prestige, The Dark Knight, and Dunkirk. And Inception. And Inception, yeah. No, Inception was... And Batman Begins. And The Dark Knight Rises. And... and, um, Jesus, man. And Interstellar. And Interstellar. Interstellar. What? What? (laughs) Just kidding. I was was getting ready to say, Alex, I'll kick you out of your own house right now if you don't like Interstellar. Interstellar might actually... You know what? Kind of thinking about it, Interstellar might be my favorite Nolan film. That'd be a good episode. That's not the Batman. We should should save that for an episode. 
what a whole movie. You want to you want to do that Nolan. for a frame by frame? Nolan film. Oh, best Nolan film. No, like a like a oh, best oh, just, Nolan. just a commentary. You have to give yeah. me some time because I need to watch some Nolan films. I still haven't seen Dunkirk. I haven't seen. Oh God, Dunkirk's so good. I oh, over there, dude, totally. we have to have a movie night at my house because I have a big ass TV, 4K, and surround sound. Why don't you rub it in, Chris? Oh, check out this motherfucker. Why don't you rub it in? <laughs> Jeez. I mean, and you hey, don't have any just, kids. We yeah. get it. You have a great yeah. life. I have no kids. There's Jesus. a reason we're recording at nine thirty at night right now. <laughs> it's I, I, because my daughter uh, is finally asleep. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Jeez. That's all we got from D twenty three though. Yeah. That is. Dang. I think I thought so. That would, I thought that would eat up more time. It only ate up an hour and some change. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about one other thing that um, isn't D twenty three, but Matrix is superhero related, and it is the new trailer for the Joker. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the Joker. Joker. Yeah. So, uh, so if DC Comics know, still making movies. So if you don't know, um, Todd Phillips is making the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix, or as my dad likes to call him, Joe Quinn Phoenix. And it's produced uh, by Scorsese, I think. Right. I. I I, that sounds I'm right. Pretty positive. Scorsese's producing it. Um, I know he's 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 got a hand in, in it way. somewhere. I kept and, on hearing um, that it was like Scorsese's Joker. You know, I kept hearing that. Anyway, the newest trailer for that movie came out uh, a couple of days ago. That shows really gives us a good look at what more at what Joaquin Phoenix is going to be going for as and as the titular you know clown and the we, clown prince, the clown prince of crime. And so we hear we hear his, his laugh. Yeah, the laugh. It's a so solid good. laugh. So chilling. Laugh. Um, it's the best since Heath Ledger's. Like I said... It, well, but, I mean, there's only been one Joker laugh since Heath Ledger's. Yeah, and that... Nope. Yep. And so... <laughs> um, but, nope. like, like I, we were talking about earlier, I love it how, how in that clip he's walking down a hall and he's laughing and ha-ha-ha or whatever his laugh is, and he almost like on a dime just stops and becomes like really serious. Yeah. And you're just like, he's, he's got an ability to control it. And there are, there are moments in that trailer where I watch it and I am like, he has not only the charisma of the Joker, but he carries himself like the Joker. Mm -hmm. There's, there's a few flashes where he's smoking and and where he's just like standing and like, mo- like he almost and, looks and uncomfortable in his own skin as he's yes, like standing around. Yes. I really and, I really love the the uh, really uh, cinematic shot of him on the stage when he's got his arms out and it's yes. got the spotlight that yeah. comes in on him. And then there's like a shot like two scenes after that where I'm pretty positive it's on the same stage, but then it's coming from the front and then he's kind of like cowering in the spotlight spotlight a little bit. Yeah. I really I really you love can... those shots. The movie has a very cinematic feel to it. Well, you can just from the trailer, you can really see the difference between it's almost like two characters. It's almost like there's Arthur Fleck, this weird kind of off person, mm-hmm. and then there's Joker. And so it's you you see just in the in the trailer the difference in yeah. those two characters. You can almost see it. You can hear it in his in, in his voice inflections. He's more confident as the Joker. You can see it in his posture. He stands mm-hmm, right. up taller as the Absolutely. Joker. Mm-hmm. He's all slouched and he's down and yeah. he's you know he's afraid of the world. But when he's the Joker, he's not afraid anymore. Right. So you know? in the trailer, it shows multiple people in clown masks as well. So do we think this is going to be something like an army of the Joker type thing? Is this is this going to be like a Joker gets a clown army to rise up and gone through I think it's, the civilians. I think it's it's going to be more of like a movement, you know? Well, like, yeah, like I a, mean, yeah, he's starting institutional anarchy. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, institutional uh, anarchy. But he's yeah. going to, um, yeah, I mean, he has, if you look at Batman animated series, he's got 
thugs and yeah. clown costumes. And Dark Knight starts with some thugs and clown costumes, but uh, I think it could be he could be starting some kind of movement. I mean, he talks about he says in the in the trailer. Uh, that he used to be—he wasn't even sure if he existed, and now he does because people are talking. Mm-hmm. And so he's got to be starting something. Um, I think it would be cool to take it more of like a movement than like he's kind of a crime boss, like the Jack Nicholson route. Yeah, no, even, he's not. You know, he's, he's not going to be a crime boss. He's, he's, gonna, he's definitely not going to be that round. He's going to be—he's going to be like the figurehead of right. a movement. Yeah, for sure. And it almost seemed like he—he's enjoying being an idea and not yeah, a person. Exactly. Yeah, And because he—he was even standing in the crowd and yep. he's smiling mm-hmm. while he's—he understands while he was that, seeing people with the other clown masks. Yeah, because he knows right. he's like I made this happen. Yep. And but but I'm here and nobody knows who I am as Arthur Fleck, but everybody knows who the Joker is. Exactly. Everybody, you know, and so that would be yeah. the perfect way to be like the leader of something like that. I think it—it it, it feels a little like V for Vendetta. Like if yeah, they if almost. they play the anarchy angle right, I think they could borrow a lot from almost yeah. from that maybe. Um, but I think, better. Hopefully, it's better. Well, yeah, I don't 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 even talk about the movie. The you only V for Vendetta only exists in the book. <laughs> um, but uh, and the, the book's not all that great either. No, the book's amazing. <laughs> don't you? What's wrong with the movie? Mind you. Because it's just not representative of the book. I like, I like the movie. movie. It's a good movie. Though. I like no. the movie. Once I you read the, the book, you're I like Hugo like, Weaving. Hugo Weaving. Now no, Hugo. Awesome yeah, Hugo. We- I when I read the book now, I hear Hugo Weaving, which is great. But I just didn't need the movie to misrepresent the book that much. Right. So, but so uh, quite- I w- real quick though, uh, my favorite part, or sk- getting to be my favorite part about this movie, other than the fact that Joaquin Phoenix is knocking the performance out of the park thus far, is the setting that they're putting it in, it feels back to what Batman started to be in 1989 with Tim What's Burton. 80s Gotham. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, it's yeah set, but, yeah. but, it, but, but Oh, it's set about, in the eighties. Yeah. Oh, that's I believe awesome. So. Well, but the thing about, about eighties or seventies Gotham, it's all oh, either way. It's going to be sweet. I like that. I really like that setting. Well, when you think about the well, back in the eighties, right. you know, Tim there. Burton was like, it was almost like a noir, like, it felt like people were dressed like they were from the 1920s, but it was, but there were also still modern right. styling. So, like, if you really go back and you watch those movies, you watch the world. It's this weird world that doesn't actually exist or ever existed. It's not really oh, I historically love that. accurate. I love that about it. But yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Is so perfect, and it, it created its own world. It wasn't, you know. And then, I mean, obviously, they went like a really neon in the other Batman movies, the later 90s Batman movies, but it would be cool if they still went that route with this, where it's like this weird Batman universe that exists in like a noir sense, but they don't have to be like straight 1920s or 1930s. What's 19... I just looked it up. It's 1981. Oh, cool. 1981 is when the movie takes place in Gotham City. But do you know... um, I always really like when movies take place at like the turn of a century. Yeah. Like, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, you know, it takes place in 1969 because it takes place in the year of the Sharon Tate murders. And um, so it takes place in 1969, you know, right on the cusp of, like, the ending of one era and the start of another one. Mm-hmm. And I just really love the overall feel of movies like that. I just really wanted to point that out. Well, do you know that um, Brett Cullen, who, who is in Joker, plays... He's in that Joker trailer. He, he says, you know, you think it's funny, and he punches him in the face. Yeah. And do you know who that is? No. No. His character is Thomas Wayne. Oh, Ooh. cool. Yeah. Yeah, he plays Thomas Wayne. And oh, there's boy. a lot of theory in the first Joker trailer when when he pops up over a wall and he goes up to a gate and talking to a little boy. 
but that's Bruce Wayne. Oh, sweet. Yeah. yeah. So I think this movie's going to end with with him murdering Thomas Wayne. That's going to be awesome. And I, I think it's going to end with him setting up Batman. And then I could even see if this movie does really well, I could see Joaquin Phoenix being the Joker in this Robert Pattinson. Matt Reeves movie. Matt Reeves movie, but mm. an older version. I think that's a stretch. Yeah. I think that I think you're, it, it would be cool, but I, I, I think, think they've already could, I, I think, think they've already said that this is like its own separate standalone story. Thing. Well, he it said has, it would do a sequel if, if Joaquin Phoenix would be back, but I think I don't think Joaquin Phoenix is going to do a sequel though. Joaquin Phoenix is not the type of actor that would do a sequel. Maybe. Well, it depends on. on I'd, I'd be all for a Joker sequel. I don't need him joining a Batman universe. I would like to see him go against. I, I would like to see them, depending on how this movie feels. If this movie feels like that noir sat like serious drama that also by the like the serious drama of a man going insane and going to you know becoming evil but also by the way it's this most iconic character that's you know over been around yeah and they do batman the same way mm-hmm. i i think i think it would be cool to see his joker age yeah and be a mature yeah older version yeah, I mean, maybe. Joaquin I Phoenix. Mean, Joaquin Phoenix. That guy has been playing every. It's like every movie he's in. I always, no he's matter. electrifying. In, in, in the last fifteen years, I'm always like, that guy looks like he's 35, 40 years old. He looks like he's a forty year old guy in every movie he's in mm-hmm. for the last like fifteen years. Yeah. How old? Same with like John Cusack. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say that you really have no idea what his age is in the movie because he just looks like he's kind of gaunt, which right. sort of. Like I mean, you can't tell if 44, he looks Joaquin Phoenix. If he looks like an old young guy or a you know young old guy, yeah, uh, like it's just it, yeah, you could play with his age a lot. I think, and and I'm all for your idea. I think that would, yeah, it'd be crazy if they somehow. I think it would be nice. it would be like it would be see. it would be nice. I would really enjoy seeing that, but they've because made it kind of they've made it clear to me at least that it sounds like they want to kind of keep this as their own separate ordeal from the rest of the DCEU stuff which i would be totally also fine with i'm totally okay with that and i think that if you do that i think that if this joker movie is its own thing then you do not bring the joker into matt reese yeah player. no for sure for sure i would really like if this movie does well i would really like like a joker trilogy we see him grow into a menace to society. We see him grow into something that Gotham struggles to control. And then at the end, maybe you introduce a Batman to that world. And then the, the final one ends with like the bat signal being turned on for the first time because of something the Joker did. I don't know how you maybe. make a, would make a trilogy without bringing Batman in eventually though. That would be, yeah. well, Hey, if Bruce Wayne is that child, then yeah, that's why I think like, that. Then, then yeah, the sort of a Gotham. Then yeah, the Joker's going to have years to be able to terrorize Gotham before Bruce Wayne is old enough to become Batman. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. So that's how they could do that. True, true, true. Do we have any other thoughts on the Joker? No, I mean it's going to be. I um, think it's just going to be amazing. I, I think it's definitely. I wrote down, "We are all clowns." So that, that sign that they held up, mm-hmm. I think that's definitely mm-hmm. leaning towards the idea of a a unity a type unity, of thing, uh, mm-hmm. starting a movement sort of thing. So, real quick, if this movie does well and is successful, Joaquin Phoenix Best Actor nomination? Yes, absolutely. Hopefully, yeah, same. Maybe Joaquin so. Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix has been ringing up nominations left and right in the recent years. I think. He yeah, definitely... but he's also spoken. At, he spoke out against the Academy right before the Master. So I mean, you know, the Academy always hates a real vocal person. 
Yeah, but I mean, he made her since then. Yeah, he's made. He wasn't nom- was he nominated for her? I don't know. I know her was nominated. Yeah, her Jones was nominated, but I don't think he was. Her was amazing. I didn't watch her. Dude, I, liked her. I couldn't. I couldn't get past the first six minutes of the movie where she's talking about shove the dead cat into oh, my mouth, yeah, and yeah. I was like, "What in the fuck?" Dude, I was it like, is such a great movie. I've yeah, heard it's really it was, good. It's a good movie. I, I speaking of her, I read an article um, that really talked about the cinematography of it, and it talked about how it really showed some really cool isolation while being in crowded spaces shots. Yes. Like, oh, like of, of walking, like being at the beach, being yeah. on the boardwalk and stuff like that. And I just really, or just walking down cool. the street yeah. and, and he's, Oh man, it'll, it'll blow your mind. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it is a good movie. Very good movie. All right, Steven, are you ready? What, what, what else do we have to talk about, boy? I want to talk about Matrix 4. Yeah! I have a Matrix 4. Here's Matrix my theory. 4. All right. All right. How are go, they bringing Neo guys, and Trinity back? Because technically take they're dump. both dead. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Here's the deal. What we're going to do is that John Wick 4 is going to come out. And then they're going to okay. go through the movie. And then halfway through, he's going to like pick up a telephone. He's going to go, operator. And then all of a sudden, the thing goes out of the back of his neck. I and he goes, would. and he wakes up. And you're like, what the fuck? They just merged the John Wick and Matrix universes. What the fuck? And then and I would then, be livid. And then no, 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 no. And then when they end the movie, because they did the second half of the movie is the Matrix, and then they, they rebooted him as John Wick in the in the Matrix. So that's his new thing, and he's his new computer program. And then they end the movie, and then it says John Wick Four right before the credits, and then it goes, and then it's slash, and then it says Matrix Four, and then everybody loses their minds. Wouldn't Steven. that be the greatest? Like that would be the craziest Dude, twist. I gotta tell you, ever man, listen. Normally, I love you, Stephen. I'm not but... on your side, Stephen. <laughs> Normally, I'm 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 not on your side with this crazy stuff. Yeah, and I will tell you right now. Yeah, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, no, dude. Like that sounds that sounds terrible. That's you that want, dude, that's like how you, that's how you lose one fan no, base no, no, and alienate no, no. another. No, I'm telling you, like he's like in there, he's just shooting bitches, he's just right, and right, then right. all of a sudden he looks over to phone booth, like Bring. yes, and out of the phone booth. Death. And then he walks over. And he's and like, it's a "Why Bill am I?" Ted he, three. No, yeah. he's like, he's like four. "Why am I compelled to go pick up this phone that I don't John know who's it for?" Four. But I'm just gonna walk to this phone booth. I'm gonna pick it up, and then I'm gonna no. operator. And then no, right, right, right. Just, and then just, right out of the back of his neck, and he comes up shaved head Neo again. He's just <laughs> right, and, and he gets into like, one of those like big giant robot things. Yeah, and, the, and then somebody calls him and is like, "If this robot goes under 55 miles per hour." Blow it up, and then all of a sudden, Sandra Bullock is out in the middle of the street. Right? Yeah. No, that I mean, Patrick Swayze comes from the grave, and is Robin Banks as dead presidents. There you go. If we're talking about merging universes, you you let's just, in, let's just make the fourth major gun up in the air the and universe. <laughs> you never said your gun in the air and screen that. Oh my gosh! That's not the. Is that not the best idea you've ever heard? It's not the best. It's idea not. Ever heard. Right. It's close to it. It's. It's definitely. A, it's on. It's on the list. It's on the list. If you make a list of all the ideas that I've ever heard, yeah, it's on there. It's definitely on the list. It's but the top of that list being the best ideas ever, it's yes. on that list. No, I'm just I saying. Mean, no, I'm saying eh. the top and the bottom of the list being the worst ideas. Dude, ever. that sounds like if, if your if your idea were in a list of BuzzFeed articles, I would have to click through 25 slides to get to yours. <laughs> yeah, that does not sound. I'm I'm sorry, man. No, I can't, I can't get behind. Yeah, that. no, I'm not behind that one I whatsoever. Mean, well, like when you think about the Matrix and you think about like the fact that this has all happened over and over again as a constant cycle and everything. I'm just saying they like remade why? Neo again, and then why does it have to happen? Computer though? program. He's John Wick. I'm wondering why it has to happen at all as well. Right. That's just shock value. That's just wanting. I want it. That's just I, wanting. I just, 
I want to see. But it. that's just wanting shock value. It's know? not it's both just, of the oh, Wachowskis. No, I'm not talking about my idea anymore. I'm just saying, like, yeah. do, are you guys excited for Matrix Four? Or are you guys eh. just? Oh, eh, I mean, I I want it. I haven't seen the Matrix movies in so fucking long. At first Dude, of all, the I have first to Matrix rewatch them. Yeah, well, the yeah, first Matrix, Matrix is amazing. First changing. Matrix is amazing. First and I feel amazing. like everybody is really critical on the second and third, but that's also because I haven't seen them in so long. I couldn't tell they're you. Not, they're not great. It's been um, a while, yeah. They get worse as it goes on. And and Matrix 2 has some really good action scenes. Matrix 2 has, has really the highway dumb, scene. Uh, yeah. Has which really, is awesome. It is really awesome. It has some dumb... It gets into a dumb philosophy. And then Matrix 3 is just... Matrix Revolutions is just not very good. It's just it's just not. Mm. And and it's it's that uh, you know they're in Zion and most of it doesn't even take place in the Matrix. It takes place in this weird robot world. Yeah. And and Neo's like in a in a subway for like half of it and then he goes finally fights Smith in what is not a very well aged CGI and yeah. hmm. <laughs> None of the CGI's from those no. second two movies that were really hold up at all. I mean, the first no, movie don't. I think holds up the best out of the three. Un- well, yeah, because weird. I mean they really only do the bullet time, yeah, stuff, yeah. and yeah. and that's you know I mean that is that park that is scene, Keanu. Though, do you remember that park scene doing in, that? I think it's the second one. Green screen around. Oh, the park scene in the, the second was so dude, bad. Agent Smith is so rubbery in that oh, scene. It's like so <laughs> he's just getting yeah, thrown very... around. It looked like Gumby. And and he's he's like he gets like a big. Stick, yeah, and like oh, starts yeah, and like plants it in the middle. It almost turns like straight and then, yeah, and when he spins around. Him, I thought that like, I thought that scene was so cool as a kid. As a yeah, kid, as a kid, hell yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you watch it when you're older, you're like, oh, this looks not, terrible. This is not practical whatsoever. And he just <laughs> he flies. Yeah, in this in the. In um, the I mean, I mean, he I'm, flies in the first one, but if they if they have a story to tell, then I guess cool. Like let them tell it. It's whatever. I'll I'll be there. I'll watch it. I'll have thoughts. I'll have some opinions. They probably won't be good. But then neither probably probably the movie won't either. But you know we never know. You can't judge a book by its cover. It's way too early. It's we true. don't even know. What cover the doesn't book. even exist yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So no thing. The the thing I'm most excited about is seeing what the gun work is going to be like after yeah. him being in John Wick and John Wick revolutionizing what gun work could be in a movie and what fight cinematography could be in in. Uh, um, well, I mean, I think the Raid kind of did that before the yes. John Wick films did. Yeah, Raid did. Well, there's there's been movies. I, I haven't seen the Raid, but um, I mean, there's definitely been movies. Like Michael Mann has always been a big proponent of having very realistic gun mechanics and things like that, and having you know showing reloads and things like that. I know one of the first movies that blew my mind with the with the gun mechanics was a movie called Sabotage. I know you guys haven't seen it, and I think it's I have not seen Sabotage. Underrated movies. Yeah, of you know what? You know what? Michael Mann movie I really fucking love Collateral. Cool. That's hmm. that's one of the main ones that they talk. That's the Tom Cruise one, right? Yeah. yeah. That's one of the main ones that gets brought up in terms of like movies that were. That might be a top five Tom Cruise role for me too. By the way, yeah. I need oh, to watch. Oh man, I would, I would, I would have the. I need to watch. I have the shit out of that podcast. Yeah. Top, top five, five Tom, Tom Cruise. Top five Tom Cruise roles. Oh man. Yeah. Ooh. Man. Yeah. Write that down. Few Good Men, number one for me. Really? Hmm. Few Good Men is one of my favorite movies of all time. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> that was that- Tom Cruise doesn't say that. I know Jack Nicholson says that. It's true, he does. That's why. That's why I did it in a, like he Jack says, Nicholson voice. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what he said. What you I did said, it. I did. I said it. So yeah, son, I'm we live in a world that needs guarded by men <laughs> on walls. Who's gonna do it? You, Lieutenant Kathy. You, Lieutenant Weinberg. <laughs> Goodness you gracious. 
truth is that Santiago's death, while tragic, probably saved lives. It's crazy how this podcast originally started out as a D23 While grotesque yeah. and incomprehensible to you, <laughs> saves lives. All right. All right. We get it. <laughs> you like a few good men. I actually haven't seen a few good men. So me I neither. Know. I know I need it. You haven't seen it? Nope. Oh, well, really? That makes You've me feel never a lot seen less bad. Nope. Wow. I know I need to watch it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'll tell wow. you one of my favorites. Guys, Tom Cruise. It's Oops. time for Owen Wilson. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I saw two really good movies this weekend what? that I wanted to tell you guys about before is... we decided to wrap everything yeah, ooh, up. Yeah, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this. Yes. Because okay. I have one too. Go. Okay. Um, I saw Peanut Butter Falcon on Saturday. <sighs> I see what, that. what movie was that? That is the movie with uh, Shia LaBeouf and the uh, yes! boy with uh, Down yeah! syndrome. Yes. How that, good was it? That movie is so wholesome. It's so heartwarming. It's so good. My wife and I, we loved every minute of that movie. Shia LaBeouf is fantastic in the film. Uh, you guys really? should go Dude, check it out. Dude, the trailer looked Sh- so good. It's, it's so good. The three, the three leads in the film are so well acted. It's yeah. just It's just a really good wholesome film i knew i as soon as you said it i was like oh shoot i i know that like and then i couldn't remember what it was yep. about and that yeah my and wife then, showed me the booth. trailer and she was super excited and then sunday i went and saw the new indie film ready or not oh and that movie is awesome is it yes oh, that I movie see that that movie is so good it, it's such it was such a fun time my wife doesn't like horror films and stuff like that. She doesn't like that type of genre. Like that's not her thing. And she yeah. really enjoyed that movie. Yeah. I want to see And she that. was, and she, and I told her that there are other movies like that. And she was now, she's now interested in those films. So I think oh, I'm going to nice. enter, I think I'm going to introduce her to uh your next. Have you guys ever seen that year next? It came out in like 2012, 2013. I, I know of it. I have never seen um, it. I caught it on Netflix one time and watched it. At, that's another like, horror movie, right? Yeah. Sort of. Um, and then there's like horror? happy death day. Horror. Movie? Yeah. Horror, horror, horror movie. Horror. Yeah. yeah horror. horror. Movie. Horror movie. Yeah, horror movie. Horror. Wow. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, oh, no, no, you check my search history. I was... Ready or not? Yeah, Ready or not's really awesome. It's um, it's got a mix. It's got a vibe of like your next and um, Cabin in the Woods. Almost. Okay, it's really cool. Love Cabin. Gotcha. In the Woods. Yeah, Cabin in the Woods. Top five for this generation. When it comes I need to, to horror watch films. that. I've heard so many. You haven't seen about, Cabin in the Woods? Oh my god. I'm sorry. Why? Why do we pick you to be in a movie podcast? <laughs> Because I'm about to explain to you guys. We had to that... tell you what movies were like 20 minutes before the start. <laughs> That's true. That's true. No, let me. I'm sorry. You were. I'm done. I'm done. You're done? Okay. okay. Let me tell you what I watched this week. Um, I watched a movie that is not the first time I watched it, but I'm revisiting it. And I love this movie. I can Busty say... Cops 8. No. Backdoor uh, Sluts 9. No, no, no. No horror movies. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, you're right. No horror movies. You watched no. this movie called The Go- Godfather. No. Have you heard of this? Have you no, heard no, of this? No. This just in, is that a horror movie? Ah. This just in, no. God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> this just in would be a horror movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, dude, it's like a it's like a sex movie, but at a news station. Oh, sexy news. Sexy I like news. It. Oh man, Stephen, what movie? Let's were you go to watching? the weatherman. He's got some rain showers for <laughs> him. Jeez. Whoa, he's got some golden showers. Oh, golden showers are Kelly tape. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I wanna piss on you. Um, All right, Steven. <laughs> um, okay, so I cannot recommend this movie enough. Sabotage. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. Is that the firefighter movie? No. You no, just, that's you collateral brought this up, damage. You brought this up earlier. 
Yeah. I know. I, d- I, d- said, I know. It's an indie oh. movie. I guarantee you haven't seen it. It's not an indie movie. I just said you guys probably haven't seen it because um, it was not like, I don't know, I guess it's not popular or something. But, um, dude, I, I love this movie. I, I love this movie so much. And for some reason, it has like a 20% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I think is a Because it probably deserves it. No. It's a classic. No. <laughs> classic <laughs> Steven. It is a classic, man. This is a classic Steven movie. No, what do you think about Green Dude, Lantern, Steven? So good. No, no, no. So much better than Green weird. Lantern. weird. I can hear the definitely, subscribers going away. Definitely yeah. better than Green Lantern. No. I can actually hear us Sabotage, getting negative subscribers. Negative Go reviews. watch Sabotage, dude. Um, Sam Worthington. Um, oh, you've already. Uh, if Sam Worthington's in a movie, I'm not fucking watching it. Why would you, you don't want to watch Sam Worthington? Because he sucks. And Schwarzenegger. He doesn't suck in this 2015 movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Sam Worthington. 2014. Sucks. Oh. I've seen. I've seen pieces of wood have more range than Sam Worthington. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Okay, so Arnold Schwarzenegger's the lead. Uh, you got Joe. Naturally. Wait, how did you say his last? Manganiello. Magna mag mana jello. I say man, I Joe Joe Joe. I say manga, man, that's man, man, jello. We should just be like Sophia Vegra's husband, like, <laughs> Sophia Vergara. Vergara. Yeah. You didn't even say that part right. Wait, it, it's 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 Vergara. Vergara. I thought it was Vegra. No, Vergara. I trust me. I watch Modern Family, which oh. is a great show. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I choose to say Joe. You man. and your hipster comedies. Joe Manganiello. Yes. Jang my manga, hipster comedy. Manganiello. That, has been Wins going Emmys. on. Yeah. <laughs> it's ten years old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your hipster comedy that was before that was a hipster comedy before it was a hipster comedy. Oh man, it's yeah. a good show though. Joe Got Olivia Williams. There, Joe Man Man There's Manginello. Jello. Man There's Jello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you sound it out, it's Manganiello. It's man, there's some jello. No, yeah. it's not. <laughs> well, I got me some pudding pop. Oh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're doing we're doing BC impersonations on this? Man. What? Ben Carson? <laughs> <laughs> Bill Clinton? Bill Clinton impersonations? <laughs> I'm not smelling what you're stepping in. No, that's okay. We don't need to step in it. That's but true. no, I mean it's it's a great movie. It's like a it's about a DEA team. Um, of course, and, it is. Uh, it's got Josh. In it. Oh, I've seen this movie where did they have a, where they have all the cash from the drug lord. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen this movie. Is did it not blow your mind? It's cool. It's it amazing. A, it was a good movie. It was um, all right. Yeah, it's got uh, it's got uh, Terrence Howard in it. Um, you know it has to be good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's my gold standard for films, all right. If Terry Towers, yeah, my gold standard for film is the guy who couldn't be Rhodey. (laughs) You guys can just fuck all the. What was that? What was that? What was that movie about the Tuskegee Airmen? Him and Cuba Gooding Jr. were in. I don't remember. I don't know anything else that that George Lucas directed. It's it's the last Red Skies. Is that is that what it's called? Wow. I don't know anything this about is, this. Makes for great radio but right now. We're both looking up. Is sabotage is the Beastie Boys song in it? No, Doom. it is no. not. Oh, dude! But so at Universal, they no have this roller coaster. It. They have this roller coaster called like the Rock and Roller Coaster, and it plays yeah. music. And you can pick like the song that you want to play. And um, I picked Sabotage nice. by the Beastie Boys. And then like right as a right as it's like down 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 and I was going down the hill, and I was That's like, sick. it was so sweet. My wife played a Stronger by Kanye West per uh, my buddy Joe's recommendation. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she said she said it was really cool to experience. But, okay, so, sorry, I had to get that out there. Well, I'm um, just going to say it was directed by David Ayer. 
So, oh, so Mr. Like 50-50. An awesome movie. No, directs dude. Sabotage, then directs Fury, then directs Suicide Squad, then directs Bright. Well, yeah. I love <laughs> Suicide Squad. I haven't seen Bright. He wrote Training Day. So You're not you're not selling your case here by loving Suicide Squad. Well, Bright? I, I kind of enjoyed Bright. I, can't, I, 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 didn't, I didn't see Bright. I watched enough of Suicide Squad, though, that I don't ever need to see it. You didn't watch all of Suicide Squad? I didn't. Dude. You're not missing much. I've watched Suicide Squad a bunch of times, especially Whoa, the extended cut. Whoa, I've only seen Suicide Squad like one and a half my times. My wife and I love Suicide Squad, especially the extended cut because you get more. Oh Jared. my God, you, get you more, watch an extended yeah, cut of that movie? Yeah, you get more Jared Letter Joker in it. And how he kind of is just there and doesn't make any sense. And he's not no, a good Joker. No, he makes more sense in the extended cut. Did you know? He's that, not a good Joker. I think he's a I'm good Joker. Say, I think he's in a bad I movie. Think, yeah, I think he's a good Joker. I can't I get over how it's kind of it's kind of like looks. how I thought Amari Cooper was a good wide receiver, and, and but he was he sucked because he was on the Raiders, and then when he got went to the Cowboys, he got good. I th- yeah, I think Jared Leto was a good Joker. I think Jared Leto's trying to be Heath Ledger. No, no, I think he's trying to be Jack Nicholson. Definitely not. I don't think see so. that. I don't. He's he's the he's modern more, Jack he's Nicholson. Trying be, he's Joker. trying to be like a thug. He's the gangster. Yeah, yeah, he's he's, the, he's not. He's not anything. He wasn't doing Heath Ledger at all, which is what I respect. I thought he was doing him. Heath Ledger in his vo- in, in the voice. Nah, I think he was just. I don't being think Jared so. Leto. All that chit chat's gonna get you hurt. Yeah, that's know. not that's not a line. That Heath was Ledger's v- actually. Says. Now that you say that, that's Jack Nicholson. Yeah, I think that's that's the that's the crime boss. Yeah, I could see that. He did a. I think he did a good job, and I think there were little nuances in there that uh, that I think were really. He's the worst Joker. I don't think I don't think he was given enough time to really flesh out what he could have been. No, I agree with that. Nicholson's better. Ledger's better. better. Hamill's better. What I've seen of Joaquin Phoenix is already better. Yeah, but I mean, you know, you don't have to like. That's a spice to take there. Even if somebody's better, I I still like his performance. I, yes. I mean, I, I just I think it's too. Did you guys know that stupid. David Ayer directed End of Watch? Have you guys seen End yes, of Watch? Yes, I have seen End of Watch. I, I actually haven't seen. I know you that love that movie. movie I haven't seen it. End of Watch is really good. End of Watch I, like changed. My I life. really love End of Watch. That's a, that was a sleeper hit from 2011. I think. I know when it ended, like after the last mm-hmm. scene, I just sat in silence for yep. like half an hour. Yep. I was just like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" Yep. Like it, it, dude. That movie blew my mind. But yes. Go see Sabotage. Go watch End of Watch. Sabotage. Well, you can't go um, see Sabotage. It's not in theaters anymore. Well, you go, just never right. watch it. go find it somewhere on the online. I found it. Um, <laughs> watch, well, tra- watch Training Day, too, because yeah. David Ayer wrote it. Did you watch anything this week? I have been on a... I don't know how much conversation this will start, but I've been on a, a Hayao Miyazaki kick, uh, so I've been watching things like Howl's Moving Castle. Do you Spirit have any away. of these movies? Uh, I do. Can I borrow them? Yes. Cool. Because yes. I would like to watch them. Yeah, Ooh, I have. Um, uh, quick aside, what? I think it'd be fun if I know I said this to you last week, but Batman Ninja. Have you seen Batman Ninja? Not yet. It's awesome. I want to like, watch that, and I want to watch topic. Batman Hush. I haven't seen Hush yet. I want to see Hush. Yeah, Hush yeah. just came out. I mean, I have access to it on my app, so if we just want to sit down and watch it one night, we, we can. can do that. Yeah, that'd be fun. But yeah, you know, turn I the lights off. As as appreciators of anime, turn the lights, turn the which lights down. Look. I don't really <laughs> watch any anime, but you guys might like it. Maybe you guys will hate it because it's not the anime that like it's supposed to. I be. love Batman. I don't know anime rules, but I watched it's Batman. Anime Ninja. is literally just Japanese animation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but it was it was really good. But I'm sorry, keep going with no, what that's, you were that's, about. That's what I've that's what I've been watching. Um, that's the the kick that I've been on, and I've been playing some games in my spare time, but. So what's the movie that you do? You have a movie you're suggesting to watch? Maybe Howl's Moving Castle. How House Moving Castle. How H O W E L. Yeah. So um, Hayao Miyazaki. He's done movies like Spirited Away. My uh, neighbor House Moving Castle. Yeah, my my Princess my Mononoke. Princess Mononoke. Keys I've heard that's service. the best one. What? Some people Princess Mononoke. 
I've heard My Neighbor Totoro is the best one. I've heard Howl's Moving Castle is the best one. I, I, heard... Howl's Moving Castle is my favorite. I've heard yeah. a lot. I've only I've I've seen Spirited Away regarded as as the all that's best on my, uh, universal best. It is. It's on that's on my one hundred movies. That's list. the one that won it. the the Academy Award. And anyway, Howl's Moving Castle is a, a really good. Really great. The animation is phenomenal. The The storytelling is phenomenal. The The English voice acting cast is really good. Uh, Emily Mortimer, Christian Bale. Um, Christian Bale? Yeah, Ooh, Christian Bale plays cool. Hal. Emily Mortimer plays um, Sophie. Uh, young Josh Hutcherson is in it. That's the trailer oh, wow. you showed me, right? You showed me the you showed me a trailer for a, for a movie. No. Because you were playing that video game last week. Yes. That was Spirited should- Away. Spirited away. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because um, um, I'm playing Nino Cooney, Nino Cooney Two, which is made by with Miyazaki. With, yeah, which is um, made with an association of. And Miyazaki. anyway, House Moving Castle is really, really good, solid um, story. I think that that liking it, it, it's it is anime, but it's not like what you would think of as an anime TV show. It's more of a piece of art. It is nice. The story of a, a girl, young girl, works at a hat shop. Um, she has a run in with a lo- with a, a witch. The witch turns her old and gives her a curse. And she's not allowed to say that she is cursed or who cursed her. Oh, okay. um, and so she's on this mission to try to get her, you know, be young again, but isn't able to say who cursed her. Huh. Um, and Howell is a local wizard, and he lives on this big giant castle um, that that moves. It's a castle that is on like legs and and walks throughout the countryside. And she goes to him for help, and so it's. Yeah, very. It's it's my favorite. Um, is it on any streaming platforms right now? No, uh, no. Okay, it's those not, movies are not. Aren't um, they owned by Disney? They are owned by Disney now. Ooh, yeah, Disney um, Plus might be on. No, nah, I don't think they're going to be on Disney Plus. Yeah, I don't know because I I recently also racist? signed up for the Disney Movie Club. Disney's racist. Um, no, Disney's. They is that have what the, you said? no. <laughs> Disney has uh, the Wind Rises on their Disney Movie Club, which is another Miyazaki movie, but. Or a Studio Ghibli movie. I don't know if it's Miyazaki or not because I haven't seen that one yet. But anyway, Howl's Moving Castle. I don't believe it's on any any streaming services. Um, I have the digital file of it, mm. and I have the Blu-ray that is on its way. I'm I'm buying the Miyazaki movie, so they're on oh, their way. they're nice. on their way. Sweet, nice, yeah, nice. Well, we suggested three very different movies. Yeah, we did. That's true. Yes. Look at us go. We- did that's probably a good way to wrap up well gentlemen do we have anything else i don't think so i'm really happy i got to talk about sabotage i wanted to talk about yeah sabotage you've been so you've been bad. itching to talk about Dude, sabotage. since 2014 <laughs> no 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 joke like i was actually gonna like message you guys i was gonna be like hey guys i have this question like what if we discussed most underrated movies like of all time and then that was just my way of trying to talk about sabotage most underrated movies of all time if I post a question that I think is like an idea, it's just because I'm trying to shoehorn in something that I yeah, want to talk about. Want to talk <laughs> about. I, I mean, that's why it's people basically. ask you questions. That's why people come up to you and if you're in a conversation and somebody says, well, what would you do with a time machine? What would you do if you had a million dollars? It's because oh, they want to fucking tell you that what they would do with a million dollars. You can't play their game. Yeah. You just got to just. So what, would you, what would you do if you had a million dollars? And then they sit and they pretend to listen to you and then they yeah. go. Okay, so if I had a million dollars, here's what I would do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and then yeah, you're yeah. like, yeah, that's why you wanted. That's why you asked it. 
you know. Yeah, it's kind of well, a dick thing to do. I'm probably not gonna do that anymore. I'm sorry. Nah, yeah, I mean, Steven, you, do, you, you probably mean. shouldn't. Yeah, I probably won't do that anymore. Dick. What a rude person you are. Twitterless, so Twitterless Steven. Why? Twitterless Steven. Hashtag Twitterless Steven. Well, well, just a question off the top of my head. What's your favorite franchises that are over three movies? <laughs> oh my god, dude. <laughs> that is a question for next time, Steven. Question for another day. I'm just saying. It's been great, about guys. The I'm one of your hosts, Chris Cunningham. You can find me at KWK1223 on Twitter. Steven, where can people find you? Uh, nowhere. Yeah, I'm not so. on social media. Yeah. And I love it. Hashtag so Twitterless Steven. Yeah. And um, yeah, I do You're like the hashtag, though. Yeah, you do? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I'm wow. just... Uh, wow. Yeah. I think... No, I, real, real quick, I do think it'd be cool if we set up an email for this, maybe. Yeah, and then I can on internet uh, mail. Yeah, we're gonna like, we're gonna okay. do that. I want to set up. <laughs> I want to set, set up a, a Twitter. Box. I want to set, set up a PO. I don't want to set up a PO box. I'll go get the mail. You will go get the PO box. Yeah, so that people can write in. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I've been Stephen Gaston. I don't have anything to plug because. Yep. Yep. All right, and and uh, I'm Alex Mark. You can find me on Twitter at Who's Alex Mark. So thanks for is listening. that really it? That's really it. That's cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. I'm, I'm not on Twitter, so I don't know your Twitter that's, handle. That's my Twitter handle. Well, that's who's cool. Alex Mark? I like that. Who is Thanks. Alex Mark? Not who is. Who's. Who's. Oh, who's Alex Mark? I mean, is it like who, like apostrophe S? There's no apostrophe. You can't do an apostrophe in a Twitter handle, Stephen. You would know that. You would know that if you, if you, if you had Twitter. Twitter. Wait, if, but now I have a grammar question. If you put who and is together, because you're trying to say who is, right? But you're just pushing them together? That is what contractions tend to do. Yes. Yeah, but but you're but it almost sounds like you're saying, "Who's Alex Mark? Like like who do you belong to? Like who owns you? You know what I mean? No. Like Disney. who's who's yeah, Alex? Yeah, yeah. Alex Disney who's, owns me. Who's Alex, Alex Mark Disney is this? Because Disney owns you know me. Who's, who's Alex Mark like, is this? Like somebody like pulled you up. Like <laughs> who's, who's Alex like, Mark? Like somebody is... walked in holding you by like your scruff, <laughs> and they're just like, "Who's Alex Mark?" <laughs> I who's, love the way that you're. Who is this? Steven, you have, Steven, you have the <laughs> microphone in your hand. You're so animated. It's like you're at a st- you're doing stand up in the eighties. Like, <laughs> I got I got a water bottle in my hand. Water bottle in his hand. Let <laughs> me fucking tell you about some shit. <laughs> <laughs> who's Alex Marcus? Says to the guy. Says who's Alex Mark? <laughs> oh my god. Oh god. Well, it's been fun, guys. We'll see you uh, next time. Yeah. Until then, stay greasy.